are live. Hey, concrete. Hey, girl. What's good with you? Happy hump day. How's your week going? Girl, it's been a day, but I'm happy it's the hump. Um, doing pretty good. How you feeling, girl? Um, my week has been pretty good. There was oh, okay. I was trying to think. There was something exciting that I felt like was happening this week and I recalled it, but um it's not something I want to share. But um my week is going pretty good. It's been a kind of chill week, you know, nothing too bad. Um, the second half of the month is typically when I get busy. Um, so I expected the start of my week to be a little bit busier, but the end of my week is going to be rather busy. Um, but it's been cool. Like no complaints, chill, looking forward to the weekend. Um, need to take some time off child. Yes, girl. Where we going, honey? Oh, wait, wait, wait. Are you allowed to take girls trips? <sighs> that's iffy. Like that's real. Like, no! <laughs> It's one of those like up in the air things. So let me tell you something. <laughs> My husband is hoo, 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 a piece of work. He said that women um, plan girls trips so they can um, link up. So it's like, you know. Wait a minute, child. So he's saying you can't go on a girls trip. What y'all I mean? haven't gone on a girl's trip since we've been together, but that doesn't mean that I can't go. But he has this this theory that women, and he ha- he explained to me where it came from, and you know what I mean, some people that he know that this some something similar happened. Um, so he feels that women, you know, say that they're going on a girl's trip because oftentimes there's some funny business going on. So, girl, like that man. I'm not finna deal with him. Girl. girl. I, I just, I try not to feed off into his craziness. I'll be like, yeah, okay. Like, you know how some Sages, when they have their mind made up about something, there's really not a whole lot you can tell them. So I'm always one of those, okay, babe, we gonna agree to disagree. And that's, he hates that saying. He'd be like, no, nah, we ain't agreeing to disagree. That ain't, that, you know. So I just oh, let yeah. him do him, child. Let him do him. Well, you're not the only one. Um, okay. So well, Carlin ain't with it. He he doesn't necessarily be like, no, you can't go. But he'd be like, oh, where you going? Mm-hmm. And I've planned two that, you know, it was two that I was supposed to be going on. Mm-hmm. And one ended up being canceled and it was in Hawaii, but I was kind of glad about that. Cause I was like, who the hell chooses Hawaii for right. this many? So it, it was a, a, a trip, like a, a group of uh, women from the military that I was stationed oh, okay. with. Okay. And we were supposed to be doing like a reunion trip, Okay, but they scheduled in, in Hawaii. And I'm like, have y'all seen plane tickets and prices? Yeah, and I'm like, yeah. You know, um, I'm a single mother. I, you know, you ain't. So, a, you can stop saying that. You a wife, though. That part, though. Um, but that was like I was kind of glad that was canceled. And then I was supposed to be going to Chicago, mm-hmm. and I ended up canceling that. And he, I ain't gonna say he looked happy, <laughs> but you know, so he looked okay. a little content. <laughs> the thing is, 
how do, how would you feel if you went on a guy's trip? And he's like, me and the fellas, we getting together for a long weekend and we doing a guy's trip. Girl, he has. And I have definitely felt some type of way. Mm. And I was like, um, you know, I'd be too cool for school. Like, I'm not about to call you and sweat you and stuff. Mm-hmm. But then I was like, I ain't got to play no damn games with him. Shit, he mine. I'm calling. And then I was like, "Why? What the hell? You got nice say it like that?" But you know, I, in my yeah, mind, no I was more. like, "The hell you got going on? That you like what you doing?" And he was like, <sighs> "Chilling. Like what's up? You know." But yeah, so I, I'm I'm not gonna say that I was super excited, but I do think that it's important for um a man to get a a bit of time away from the house yeah i agree gain his gain gain back some of the testosterone that i done stole from him because you know it decreases when you're in the house with him and yeah yeah girl um i will say that my husband is he you know I can't see him going on a guy's trip, but nonetheless, he does have some male friends that he's like really close to, been friends since he was like 10. Um, some friendships that he's formed, very strong friendships, but um, he, I can't see him doing the whole bro powwow thing. However, if he did, I would not be mad because truth be told, like I'm an introvert and I like my alone time a bit too. So, you know. Um, and we're not like all underneath each other all day, every day. And I don't mind, like, I, I actually enjoy, let me tell you something. It's never a dull moment. We have conversations about everything under the sun, but what happens is, so for my husband, when he sees me at home, he just thinks, looks at it like I'm at home. But like, if I'm trying to work, like I can't get any work done if he, cause he wants to talk and he wants to chat and he wants to debate and he wants to dialogue and he wants to, and I love it. <laughs> so what I've learned to do, like if I'm in his presence, I used to just set up shop on, at the dining room table downstairs and he'd be in the living room, but he wants to talk to me the entire time. And I'm like, oh, I'm trying to focus on a report or trying to develop a training or whatever. So I come upstairs and I work half the day and then I'll go downstairs and work like the second half of the day. And my attention is typically a little bit divided, but generally I've gotten the bulk of my work done. Um, So I say all that to say, um, I don't know. I don't think I would be tripping. I definitely better. I got to talk to you every day, (laughs) but um, I wouldn't mind. Uh, Girl, yeah. Um, talking about, I left the part out where it was a land party. So basically a land party is where a lot of people get together Mm -hmm. and they play on computers and they play games and you know, it's, Oh, um, okay. 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 But what he left out the part was his hoes that be there. And I ain't know that at first. And so then oh, I'm seeing oh. the pictures and I'm like, oh, so it's bitches. Oh, that's what we well, doing. Probably have, they still have the same interests, though. They're probably there for they have Yeah, more in common, child. Listen, yeah. no, no, no. Yeah. So I've been trying to learn how to play Fortnite and uh, Donkey Kong and stuff so I can go. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> you like to so would you really go? Like if it's something, something that's his interest and something he typically does and would you actually go or would you feel like you kind of crashing the party? 
I wouldn't press him to go um, because I still think that he needs his his time to himself. Um, like, I don't have a prison to put him in. I want him to get some time to himself. Okay. Go explore. Do what you do. Um, go breathe. Get get you some time away from everything that's going on. Go de-stress. Because even if I tell you to go and chill out downstairs in your room or, or you know, in your um, office and everything, he's still going to do something that has something to do with the house or it's work-related or, okay. you know, whatever. So I always think it's kind of important that, you know, like maybe once a quarter or so, you get you a, a day or so away from from all of us. Yeah. Go decompress, go, you know, breathe and, um, you know, it's it, it. I think it works out um because usually we're very excited to see each other mm-hmm. not to say that passion is limited honey but i think it puts a little extra something it puts a little yeah. extra something in the song yeah, no, yeah. I, I can agree i, I yeah agree for sure so you know um yeah so i i don't trip and i wouldn't i wouldn't like if he invited me i would go but i wouldn't be pressed to you know okay, I'm okay, like, okay. Uh, yeah I definitely wouldn't <laughs> go have fun. I'll be here when you get back. I'll see you when you get back. You know, um, my one of my friends has a milestone birthday coming up and it's actually my best friend. And so I've been speaking with her daughter in an effort to plan something for her birthday. And um, one of the things that her daughter is really pushing for is a, you know, um, Vegas trip. And I'm like, Ooh. Mm. Um, and he what knows happens her. in like, Vegas stays in Vegas. <laughs> Listen, he knows her and he likes my friend and everything. But I'm like, I, I mean, I'm not concerned about him having something to say about me going. Um, but he'll probably he may feel a little. He may feel a little some type of way. Would it would it still way. be the same if it was the whole friend? Um. Ooh. I don't know. I think he may have a different response with her because she's um, very outgoing, very free spirit. And he he's met her and, you know, she comes over from time to time and um, she's a very, very free spirit. I'll just leave it there. How would your man feel, though? How would your husband feel if you have a friend that is a free spirit? <laughs> and um, do you think he would feel some type of way about you hanging with her? Hell yeah, especially go out of town. Uh, not not to hang with her, cause I can, you know, like you go out, you go yeah. grab some food and drink. But an overnight it. trip, he would feel some type of way. Yeah, an overnight trip, he probably gonna be looking at me with the side eye, like, what's okay. that? It was really good, but yeah, um, okay. Well, I'll see um, you down in the comments, Mr. Carlin. Um, I don't care when they was born. I don't know. So uh, <laughs> <laughs> I call them hoes because I don't know their name. No, I'm kidding. Oh my god, I don't know them folks. <laughs> <laughs> don't be wow. defending them hoes. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> um, so what else is good? What what's tea? Uh let there me was read the super real chat interesting first. that you sent me that I had seen earlier in the week too. Oh, okay, hold on. Uh, shout out to Marquise nine one two. He says, "Fresh and fit don't owe the mental sphere anything. Ooh. 
the manosphere turned on them when things were bad and now what? they blowing up and the manosphere looking dumb wow well, they still manosphere so how dumb i mean we still here Marquise you know coming with that negativity baby let me tell you something he said they don't owe the manosphere a dang thing they owe um, us everything and you I see i said they us. that sentiment because they certainly felt some type of way when the manosphere was on that arse Mm. So yeah. Mm. Look, look, look. Let me shout out these people in the chat. This is something that I noticed that we don't do, but we'd be glad to see y'all. Shout out Absolutely. to Demetrius. What's up, Demetrius? Hey, just Jazzy. Um, what's up, D Mac the Trucker, Eugene Steele, Larry Legend, Toya, hey, Alpha hey. Omega, G A. Uh, mm -hmm. Uncle Stu, what's going on, Uncle Stu? James Kill, American Negro. Um, hey Merchant, Blue Devil G, Genuine Trucker Twan. What's going on, DJR? I was like, we don't never speak to these folks. What's going on, Shea They know, they know it's all love. We, we be up here running our mouths, but y'all know we be happy to see y'all. Yes, honey. Now, what I sent you, girl? What I sent you? So, I thought that was very interesting. I saw it earlier in the week where the woman filed suit against a man for $10,000 in small claims court mm. because um, uh, during their first date, she said they had uh, after their first date, she said she um, had emotional distress. Mm. And um, the <laughs> he, told her he was going to take her to the two for 20 and he paid. What happened? <laughs> Listen, I found I could I didn't know the exact details and what she was alleging caused her the emotional distress, but she was saying essentially that he um he was he perjured himself. And I just saw the clip of her in court arguing before the judge. She was hella disrespectful, wouldn't let the judge get a word in as edgewise, kept asking him if he was finished, just she was cutting up. And um, was saying that he perjured himself and the judge was trying to explain to her, no, he didn't perjure himself. He couldn't have She's like, no, you, you know, just going back and forth with the judge. But for whatever reason, she felt as though um, their initial date, their first date was a bad first date. And it resulted in her having some sort of emotional distress. And she wanted Tim Rex. So what are your thoughts about that? I thought she was evil and disgusting um, with the way that she carried on. And like I said, <laughs> for it to be on social media and she talking to this man like, you know, don't get me wrong. I think there are certain in instances where it's okay to go off and mm -hmm. do what you got to do. But what I be having a problem is, is like, okay, we want the best of society to do. We need ju judges, lawyers, doctors, we need people who done went to school for something. Mm -hmm. She went in that man's courtroom and talked to him like she was the one who had been practicing law mm -hmm. and he was a nigga off the street. And she was talking to him like his little, like a little boy. She was talking yeah. real, real sporty. And I was just like, but you brought this man to court to sue this man and you, you brought him to a judge. You don't know the law. You don't right. know the law better. And then not to say that some people, you know, you have some people who do know the law. Yeah, but know. it was clear she didn't have an understanding of the yeah. law. Um, you, you think she know better than the judge telling the judge is like there would have had to be some sort. He ha would have had to 
I think, been under oath. He would have had to have been under oath to perjure himself, and she was just insistent. So, ma'am, where did y'all go on y'all first date that this man took some sort of oath and perjured himself, like, during the first date? Make it make sense. Um, So it was clear she didn't know what she was talking about and was talking out the side of her neck, but I thought that she was just utterly disrespectful. And, you know, it's one thing to, you know, assert your position as it relates to your case, but you yelling over the judge. I mean... I mean, yelling at him, she was talking to him like he was little. Yeah. Like... It was pretty bad. (laughs) I'm surprised she didn't call him a B-A-N. That's how sporty she was talking to him. Yeah, I think she wanted to. Yeah. Um... Mm -hmm. But it, it wasn't a good display. I was <sighs> shout yeah. out to Toya. Loud and wrong is a F. Yes. Loud yeah. and wrong. So I you know, I, I thought it was terrible. Um, shout out to Mr. Curlin. He says, I hate to say it, but I bet your ass she wouldn't have talked to the judge like that if he were a white guy. Oh. You know how they is for white Zan. You know personally the fact that um it was um like a zoom court like kind of made her a bit more brazen because had she have been in uh you know a courtroom you know the deputies would have been able to step in she could have been easily held in contempt of court she would have been in contempt after the first time i told her to hush and she was trying to talk over me Mm -hmm. and i you know it kind of made me think about the judge like you didn't set any real boundaries in your courtroom whatsoever. And I was just, I was in amazement of that. Like you mm-hmm. didn't set any boundaries with her. And she just, she, she took, she, she, he gave her and she took two miles. Yeah. I, I didn't like that at all though. Um, yeah. She went too far completely. Um, The other thing that I wanted to bring up. So do you know who Jay Ellis is? Jay Ellis, the white woman marrying. <laughs> Shout out to my brother Kev. He said he evaded the D police by oh cutting off God. them comments. Y'all weren't yeah. gonna tell him nothing about that white girl. Nothing. Listen, he definitely mm. turned off the comments. For those who don't know, he was Lawrence from Issa Rae. He also played in a movie recently. I can't um he he's an actor um most notably in the black community known from his role as lawrence on Issa ray i've known for quite some time that he was dating a um white woman um she's serbian to be exact um but i know like it was public knowledge for years that you know he was dating this um, white woman and um that was his baby mama they had a child together was dated he dated her for three four years before marrying her but um a lot of black a lot of sisters must not have known because they feel in some type of way the sisters are mad they pissed they said he hid that in an effort to keep his fan base and they feel some type of way and i want to know do you think they have a right to feel some type of way absolutely absolutely they do do. absolutely um i'm gonna tell you why i don't care about black men dating out i don't i don't i don't i don't i think you should do whatever you need to do that's gonna whatever's gonna make you happy do what you have to do now that being said 
I do have issues when they play characters on TV like oh I love black women she's a queen la 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 and I feel like because those those roles cater to black women like as an audience and those those type of roles cater to us and you know we like to see examples of black love I don't think you should take roles to where you're pretending to love black women because you are getting the audience involved. You know, we're emotional people about our movies. I think like if you're dating the others, you should do um, be very, very vocal and then date the others in your roles as well. Uh, I think in certain roles, I don't feel like he should play that him dating um, black women and kind of putting that picture in people's head and you walking around and you acting like, you know, he's a good actor. You know, I, I like yeah. him as an actor, yeah. but I ah. think when they start to act in those roles where they're acting like they love black women and they'll cater to black women for mm -hmm. those roles, then their private life is something totally different. I feel like art, the art should separate at some point, honey. I don't know. Personally, uh, I guess because I've known for so long, I was unbothered by it. But I've also, um, left within the last few years, developed the mindset that, you know, you can't control who people date. Um, I would rather, I personally, if I were a fan of his, uh, if I was his target audience, I would rather know, you know, I would rather you not hide it. I don't know that that would have impacted his ability to be success a successful actor. Everybody knows Omari Hardwick uh, is married to a white woman. And I think the, the initial response was the same. So as opposed to kind of holding off with coming out with that news until you don't care what people think anymore. I say, you know, live your life, live your life out loud, live your life proudly. You only have one life to live um, and let people know. And those who uh, take offense to it or don't get down like that or for whatever reason are uh, against, um, you know, interracial relationships, interracial dating, um, they will withdraw their support. And that's, that is, um, that's the chance you take. I almost kind of think it's um, it's almost like programming the audience and programming certain images with the audience. Mm. And it, I might be looking way deeper into this than I should, but here we, here we are. I'm just saying like it does something when you're seeing him and Issa, him and all these other black girls on the television show. I think they showed him in like one scene with some white girls, but it wasn't like that it kind of plays on your psyche when you see somebody and you're, and you're thinking that they're oh since they're on screen with this they're off screen like this because they love black and it, it, it does something to your psyche a bit mm -hmm. so personally for me i would rather see him date interracially on tv so i don't buy into the quote-unquote fantasy and that's for a lack of better terms no i get that and when you yeah. say that i do think that there is a level of condition it, like, it is intentional because artists are often told, like, don't reveal that they have a partner. If they, if it's an R&B artist and he's a crooner and he is, you know, um, singing the R&B jams and he's some sort of sex symbol, your publicist, your marketing team will tell you, do not divulge that you're in a relationship with someone because exactly. they, yeah, women need to keep that fantasy alive. So I do think that it is intentional programming for his audience base, like Issa Rae specifically 
her show was a black show, black creator, black production company, black um, actors and actresses. It was like blackity black. And one would, you know, form the, uh, well, assume, one would likely assume that, you know, the people on this show uh, have the same mindset, the same, they're pro-black and or about all things black, just like the creator and just like the messaging that they're pushing. Right. But, you know, as you know, for many people, it's just a role and that that's not always the case. Yeah. And that, that's what it was. Um, but yeah, I, I, I think it kind of plays with people a bit. And um, it's interesting because during filming and stuff like that, you notice they don't parade the, the <laughs> spouses around like, yeah, I'm with this white girl. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So I don't know. Um, shout out to Shea Butter. Thank you so much, Shea Butter. He says, you notice no divestors are speaking on that Zoom court mm. case. Makes you wonder. Not no, because so they watching the news talking about they scared of y'all. Exactly. They too focused on what y'all doing. What you mean? Yeah. Bye. Mm -hmm. hmm. But what else you got, girl? That was good. Um, I'm trying to think that I have. I think I might have had. One other thing. Oh, you know, I do have one other thing. Uh -oh. So, do you know who Blueface is? Yes, girl. And Krishan, his girlfriend, or Christian one... Rock. That's yeah. what I'm calling it. <laughs> so, um, I have like probably the last few weeks really just discovered who she was by seeing her on different social media blogs. I know she was on Bad Girl South or something and um, or one of those crazy reality shows. Um, but for those who don't know, Blueface is a young rapper um, and Krishan Rock is one of the girls that he dates. He does have like several children by another girl um and she is um was was in a house with him and other girls that he was dating and she got into some sort of brawl and she got her tooth knocked out uh, during the brawl so she literally beautiful young girl beautiful probably in her early 20s really cute young girl but i think that she has some psychological issues she has his um, tattoo of his face on her neck. She got a pullout tooth <laughs> that um, she has a picture of him on the tooth and she is just seems to be absolutely insane Nuts. head over heels for this guy. Not to say that I don't think that he likes her, but I think he enjoys her foolishness and her he seems to kind of get a rise out of her um and somebody say bluetooth yeah girl yes they said that's bluetooth <laughs> um i want to know what your thoughts are about their relationship like i think if you look up toxic relationships you're gonna see a picture of them too uh -uh, that's just my belief but you have women who will have daughters and not prepare them for these type of guys and this type of game. And you're not preparing your child, God, not, not child. You're not preparing your young adults for sex and the way sex works, the emotions of sex, um, the power of sex, the power of sexual control and the power of seduction. And I think a lot of parents are sending their young adults out there um without educating them um if her mom sat down like my mom sat down with me 
and then it, it still didn't stop me from getting played but i think it stopped from it stopped me from getting played as much um because i was able to see a certain level of bullshit within somebody when dealing with them that girl didn't seen a bullshit um i honestly think that she's experienced a lot of trauma it doesn't if the father was in it in the home it damn sure didn't seem like it it didn't seem like the father was there it didn't seem like she had a lot of guidance from males or strong men um it just kind of seems like she's out there and it's sad because he's taking her ass up through there and she can't get enough of it so yes. i don't know it, it's sad what do you think about it um to be completely honest i feel bad for her I, I agree with everything you said but i feel bad for her um so much so that like i feel like she didn't get the validation she needed from home she didn't get the love that she needed from home like she is like a lost puppy i could not imagine that being my daughter that is that gone in the head i feel like her self-esteem is in the toilet she does not love herself like literally you walking around with this man's face tatted taking up your entire neck like what in the hell is wrong with you that is not something that a sane person would do i get you know puppy love lusting after somebody it's almost like she feels like but i'm wondering like i don't know what her home life was like i know her mom had a bunch of kids but um like he saved her in some way like she owes mm -hmm. him or that you know she's beholden to him in some way and i just don't understand it it's so it's it's disturbing to me yeah it really is and you can yeah, her mama had eight kids yeah so she comes but even with family. him but for for him to need and want that kind of validation and to want a woman to break herself to be with you mm -hmm. um it's an interesting thing because he also has a pathology mm -hmm. and to be honest he seems like one of them little boys that got messed with early by some grown-ass woman and they end up going down a certain pathology as well because um he seemed like he was raised by gangs and pimps so right. you know i don't know it it, it just it's a he bad he definitely there, right? has some issues too because i think he likes really insecure girls i remember two years ago like his baby mama acting a fool and destroying his apartment or something to that effect so it seems like he looks for girls with very low self-esteem um, but it's, it's, it's a little concerning the way her behavior in relation to him. I'm going to tell you something real talk. It's concerning because I feel like it's, 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 to, it's in the danger zone. Um, if they've had police called before, mm -hmm. they had police called. Um, I think she had got taken to jail or was getting ready to get taken to jail or something. Um, she had stole one of his vehicles. He had put her out the oh. house. She, they've gone through a lot within oh, wow. these past couple of years like the past two years wow has been really really tumultuous for them so i mean and then her having it, it it would even make more of a difference if it was just he and her but he's dealing with multiple women mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. now she seems to be the main one that's i don't know maybe she's the craziest one but yeah um and like really and truly anytime he posts her it's on the blogs i think it's it's you know people are using it for entertainment and you know like it's funny but it, personally I, I really think it's sad it's 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 you know her behavior over him 
and how obsessive she is. And it's, it's, it's sad and it's concerning. And yeah, I think it's in the danger zone. Um, but she doesn't have anybody to come rescue her and we're not we're getting away from the days where a simp will come out of nowhere mm -hmm. and be like i got you girl your little <sighs> skin uh men are kind of waking up and a lot of men you know they want some they want some sugar for their sugar but the thing is too it's this is uh tantamount to like the same kind of conditioning that the girls who R. Kelly was dealing with, having them eat boo-boo out of cups and like them being, you know, so oh, obsessed, God. their families couldn't even get them away from him. Like some of these men are able to have a very tight hold on these women. And, and oftentimes it's because these women are lost and they're looking to be saved. And, you know, they, they are in, they feel like, you know, um, this is the best thing that's ever happened to them in many instances. And as a result, you know, they try to lose their minds. Yeah. Um, shout out to MGTOW Universe again. He says he did date Aparna, which was his best match by far. But considering the demographic, you can't have a form of pookie have his happy ending. Um... Who the hell is a Parma? I was about to say the same thing. I thought you might know, child. A Parna. No clue. Uh, Google yeah, child. I don't know who that is. I don't know. I barely know. I mean. Oh, it was I'm another white girl. Her name. Oh, why you say this was his best match? If he was with a black woman, that would be his best match. Bro. Oh, that was his baby mama. What is she? White? Yeah, it's a white girl, right? Yeah, child. Mm -hmm. Look at this helpful. Hey, uh, who hate you and all black women lol she'll um, say some foul shit and then be like lol who the dusties that she talking about uh jay ellis and whatever black other black dude oh, okay, talking okay, about. Okay. Um, well, i won't disagree she might have a point she might have a point <laughs> um you know personally i don't have a thing against you know, JL is like, we can't control who folks date. And people were saying, I saw comments that were saying, just going back for just a second, that if it was Issa Rae and she was partnered with a white man, that it would people wouldn't have the same response, that people would be cheering her on like, yes, girl, yes. And you black know women I mean? would cheer her on, black men would not. Yeah, but would black men have the reaction that black women are having? I yes. Don't think so. I don't think so. Not to the degree, but probably too. Black uh, Issa Rae, the fan base for Issa Rae's show is black women. So black men might not have the same investment that black women have, you know, in Jay Ellis. Yeah, that's true. I don't think black men would, would be nearly as vocal. I mean, they probably be like, they might say some slick, sly stuff, but you know, black women, <laughs> listen, and I was like that. So I ain't even blaming sisters because as a conscious black woman up until a few years ago, I felt some type of way, baby. Like when I found out that um, Omari Hardwick had a white wife and then I seen her, I was like, wait, what? Why? Like, Cause she held him down when he had no money. They always say that, but how many black women, you know, holding somebody down, baby, black women. Girl, see, when, whenever they want to push a narrative, then we don't hold anybody down Girl. and we gold diggers. And that's all we want. But then when you do hold them down and then they turn around and they do something, they go out, go out and get a white girl or something. Mm -hmm. Then it's like, well, 
yeah she held me down but then she she was too ghetto and she couldn't go where i was going because i'm smart and she she just average and you know how that shit go yeah. um but you know you you damned if you do you damned if you don't right you know what i'm saying so if you if you're not dating them oh my god he can't believe she was with the gay she's with this white guy but yeah. Issa Rae's fan base yeah. is not white, baby. I don't know what you're talking. Issa Rae's fan base is white. I mean, black women. Sorry to tell you. Yeah. Um. Shout out to MGTOW Universe again. He said, oh, for Zeus sake. It was his girlfriend and insecure. She picked him when he was down, but she wasn't black. So no soup for you. I, you know what I remember now, but shit, I don't be remembering them characters by name when I don't watch the, sh oh, the show. Oh, no, the um, girl who worked at the bank. Yeah. Oh, okay. That, like I ain't watched it since the second season, so yeah. But um, I do remember. <laughs> shout out to JTC. Hey, JTC. He says black women wouldn't care about Jay Ellis until he got rich and famous. Anyway, they stay fumbling the bag. I mean, all facts, all facts, they do stay fumbling the back, but at the same time, if a guy is handsome and he's over six feet, keep that in mm -hmm. mind. He's over six feet. He's yep. tall. Yep. He's dark. Exactly. Black women don't have care a pick. about him anyway, because he is already seen as select because he has the height. He's attractive. Now, I find it interesting because I was watching Roger's show a couple of days ago and um, he had two brothers that uh, graduated from Ivy League schools on his show and um, they were talking about their decisions to, I think both of them moved abroad. One lived somewhere in Asia and I can't remember where the other one lived. Um, and the thing is for black women, if you are a successful black man, they care. Um, they might not care until you become a successful black man, but they care. Like, it's like, oh, we, you know, have a select group of men that are in the 1%. And so you're one of those men in the 1% and you got away. Black women care. Facts. And we should. Mm -hmm. We real. we absolutely should. Yeah. Um, we should be concerned about that. Because... Uh, you know them white boys y'all been picking out divestments divestors Ooh, child. Ooh, child honey they be real mediocre real y'all don't get to go dig in the trash honey and then come back like y'all be real mediocre like uh what's his name red savage Girl, i'm not gonna do this with you savage red recovery child um <sighs> but anyway <laughs> Listen, I'm gonna tell it. I'm gonna tell it. <laughs> um, but what, what else? Shit. <laughs> what other tea you got? You Girl, so you sent me um a post doing? about this man who was only looking for hugs. Oh yeah, and I thought it was a very, very, very interesting way mm -hmm. to go about looking for women. So there was this man. Um, he seemed to be an older gentleman. He said that he was only looking for hugs. He said that the woman would be able to live rent free. He mm -hmm. lives in New York City, I think. 
Yep, and, he lives um, in New York City, Harlem, I believe. Mm -hmm. And he said they can live rent free. All they would have to do is pay him in hugs. And mm -hmm. he was very, very specific. He said, I'm looking for a hugging relationship. No sex, just hugs. Mm -hmm. And, you know, was, uh, people was like, oh, creepy racist, uh, creepy vibes, creepy vibes. Mm -hmm. And I was like, it did sound a little creepy initially. But when I thought about it, I'm like, he's an older guy who's probably looking for some real companionship. And I was like, imagine um, going through applicants and picking out huggers. And I was like, that's a very interesting thing. I thought it was interesting. Now, I did find it to be interesting. In this day and age, I was like, ooh, yeah, creeper, don't, you know, run. Uh, I mean, all kind of thoughts came to my head when I saw it. Um, initially, I was about to laugh kind of like, you know, he is older and yeah, he is not conventionally attractive. I'm just trying to find a politically correct way to say it. Not conventionally attractive. So I was like, oh, you know, he's looking for hugs. He's saying like you can have free rent. He said, you know, he ain't looking for sex. And that sounds like a winner. Like if women are like, that sounds perfect. Like women brag all the time about finding sugar daddies that they don't have to give no sugar to you can get free room and board and all you got to do is hug a brother um i think that some women might actually be interested in it and i wait when is in new york city the average price for an apartment in raggedy ratchet ass manhattan is 5k a month yeah. that's the average and yeah. that's not even no fly stuff that's mm -hmm. average yeah they yeah they'll go I think so too. Dusty, that was my thought. I was like, oh, he wanted to wear my hug at dudes yes. for real. Like that <laughs> that was the first thought I had. Yes, that's how the wear my hug at men age. So uh, hopefully he finds someone. Hopefully he doesn't, you know, we don't hear about her missing and they don't find bodies in his in in the deep freezer in his apartment. But um, yeah, he's just looking for hugs. So if you if any of you ladies are willing to take him up on his offer. All you got to do is go to any, um, I think it was on like the shade room. Most black uh, social media sites have um, hit the post and you can probably find out how to submit your application. And um, he probably will take a few, never mind. Shout out to JTC. <laughs> He said, I could believe that if we saw a significant number of these women searching for these men before they became single mm. moms, mm. but I ain't seen it yet. Mm. The thing is, I mean, I hate to do this, but y'all act like there's not a group of undesirable Ooh. black women, nerdy black women that are like, I literally see these women all the time. Um, and what, what happens, the interesting thing is like the nerdy, quirky, emo black women that couldn't get attention from black guys oftentimes you'll see them in 10, 15 years and their glow up is like, whoa, that's her. That's. You know what I mean? Like they look so stunning, so beautiful, you know, just really beautiful women, very attractive to men of all races. But there are women within the black community that aren't select, that men look over, that men want nothing to do with. They're quirky, they're weird, they're, you know, people are poking fun at them and they're not, you know, the it girl, they're not. You know, they may they don't oftentimes they don't have no body, you know, they're they're shaped like a ruler. So 
a lot of boys, young boys, young men aren't really looking their way and aren't checking for them. But to his point, um, I do agree that sometimes in many instances, these women don't even notice these men until they become successful and they're riding off into the sunset with a woman from another race. Girl, shout out to Mr. Carlin. Ah! <laughs> Ooh, listen, she's listening in the clouds. I bet she's going to go find them. She'll give them them hugs. She just might relocate with them kids. Bye, Mr. Carlin. <laughs> <laughs> Baby, that thing ain't shit. <laughs> Shout funny. out to MGTOW Universe again. What's up, MGTOW? He said if he went SYSVM, Maria and little Miguel would both give him hugs on the regular. <laughs> Hashtag city boys up. Oh, um, you're always encouraging somebody to go to SYSVM. That man lived in expensive You know what? Clothes. But Maria would get them um hugs and wouldn't give his ass nothing either. Listen. Don't, don't do that. Um, and he live in Harlem. You think he can afford to go to Columbia and that man paying that high Harlem rent? That's why he like, you come to me. You won't have to pay no rent. I got that covered. But he ain't taking no trip trips to uh, none of these third world nations that y'all flocking to find that um, um, mail order brides. Look, look at so, look at so. A lot of nerdy <laughs> chicks are fat. Look, 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 look. All of them are, but not all of them. Okay. So, so I want you to come, come close to the to the speaker. Come close to the speaker. A lot of y'all ain't getting no ass anyway, so y'all could deal with a fat chick. <laughs> Some ass is better than no ass. Look, uh, uh, because that's what they were talking about on Rogers too. How black men need to raise their standards. That the the uh, that a fine black woman here in the U.S. is nothing compared to a fine woman in Thailand. So, like, why you know settle for the best of what the U.S. has to offer when, as a black man, you can get the best of what the world has to offer? Yeah. So they go to Thailand. They blow about five, six thousand step, five uh thousand. Yeah, thousand, because I think I'm saying hundred thousand. They blow about five thousand stacks. Mm -hmm. Um, them girls over at Thailand, they want that real American money. Um, they want you to pay the mama some when you when you take her out the bar for a few days, cause them them girls that's living in the village, they not really checking for y'all the way not in Thailand. Listen, now them them they get a virgin mm -hmm. and this, that, and the other. Now they done ran through everybody and they mama. You know, they, you know, but it just goes to show, like I said, when a man considers the whatever woman attractive, mm -hmm. she can run all type of game on him. Oh, no, I no kid. I love you, black kid. I know I fried chicken too. Listen, I fried chicken. That's the thing. And, and we'll take your ass for half just like anybody else would when they get yes. over here and learn them damn divorce law. They, but they ain't bringing them back. She if y'all can friendly, go to Thailand. She's going to be submissive. She comes from a cultured area, a cultured place where they, you know, believe in putting the man first and doing what the man say and probably even allowing or permitting, um, um, corporal punishment if they if they you know fall out of line so you know everything that a man a black man desires um, she why they not bringing them back in droves and how come they still here 
Listen, Why? that's what I'm wondering. Because you could be worshipped by just go by going to Thailand and your money is long over there. Extra long. But mm-hmm. you know what? Because they gonna miss the smell of uh hair grease and cocoa butter and <laughs> shea butter. <laughs> Listen, they're gonna get tired of eating that rice every dang day, breakfast, lunch, and dinner. <laughs> I'm he trying. He missing to real bacon. He he missing running water and shit. Oh, listen, I'm trying to. He tell missing you. a bedroom bigger than a matchbox. Oh. You know, he wanna he wanna be able to lay across the king you know, size. You know, you know damn well they ain't got no king size beds. Only gonna keep you entertained, but for so long you gonna miss Shaquisha. You gonna miss Shaquisha after a while. I'm trying to. They're gonna be calling, talking about you seen episodes of more. You oh. know. Oh, asking, ass, send, no. asking mama to send him some Murray's. Listen, he gonna be like, could you send me some shea butter over here? Could you send me some flaming hot? My favorite snacks. Could you listen? He gonna miss it. Could you send me some greens? You think they'll stay fresh if you send them over here? He listen. I'm trying to tell you. Looking for smoked turkey and shit. They ain't got. Well, no- I, I already know he gonna get tired of sushi. Sushi Facts. rolls. Sushi mm-hmm. rolls and and I don't. I was gonna say cats and dogs. <laughs> Listen, he can't even have a dog and a cat over there. <laughs> he, he, have, he get dogs and they come up missing every other day. Look, I'm trying to tell you, it sounds good until it ain't. <laughs> <laughs> Your best friend, man's best friend gonna go from a dog to a goat because maybe that dog ain't gonna... <laughs> you ain't shy. out there but you ain't came back yet that's why hey goddamn kidnapping dogs like white girls out in the goddamn what you call it he's gonna be eating unidentified meat meat stew for the whole next week (laughs) wondering where butch is (laughs) butch is still with you butch is with you i assure you butch is within you honey (laughs) (laughs) trying to tell you Mm-hmm. Sorry, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> See, this is why they be um. This is why they don't like black women. <laughs> you the exactly. <laughs> you the one about that is gonna get that man dog. <laughs> <laughs> shout out, shout out to MGTOW Universe again. Thank you, MGTOW. He says nerdy black women get plenty of D too. And my crimson cure voice. She ain't supposed to know nothing about. There isn't a woman on this planet that give away pee. Not at all. But the thing all. is, nerdy black women, yes, they can have sex, but it's nerdy. A nerdy black woman is tantamount to you sneaking around with a big obese uh, black woman that is facts. You know, like them fat girls you want day MGTOW universe. That's exactly. like dating one of them. That's the thing. Y'all will hit it. Black men will hit anything. But I'm talking about being a relationship with her. They're quirky. They're considered lame, just like simps are considered lame. Nobody is like trying to be they. Um, nobody's trying to partner with them and be their boyfriend when they're younger. They talk about their own struggles, and I've seen it with my own two eyes. The emo black girls who straightening their hair and flat ironing their hair like the um, white skater boys don't wear nothing but them fat vans and riding around on skateboards. Y'all ain't checking for them. They used Child. to wear nothing but Django jeans. Y'all know who with I'm the talking weave, about. Not matching her weave in out the, in the summertime. Baby her. Uh, shout out to Nick Tal Javon. He says SYSBM equals the glo- Global Ooh. Trick Federation. The no GTF. Uh, yeah, that sounds accurate. No lies. Uh, <laughs> shout out. 
Look at him. Shout out to Marquise 912. He says foreign women are better. You'll get more. You'll spend less in the long run. All of my friends have been married for over 10 years. So y'all stop the cat. Listen. You, 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 Mar Marquise, we know that that's your, your story, but we've had men uh, in this very space come up here and talk about the tricks that foreign women play, lying, saying they pregnant, while they giving somebody else some love me long time, uh, get over here and act completely different, flip the script, they end up divorcing them, play y'all, it's foreign women called um, American men blessers, they only want one thing from y'all, the thing is, we understand the value of our dollar, the currency um, exchange from from Black American to Black American is the same, whereas the currency exchange from Black American to you know Thailand um, currency is going to differ. So they want money, they want status, they want nice things too. But your money goes further in those countries, and you can spend less to get them those things. Shout out to Nick Taljavon. He says SYSBM equals Intel uh -huh. a passport. I Damn, mean, they ain't getting no ass when they go over. Shout out to SY, uh, excuse me, MGTOW Universe. SYSBM uh, equals the future. future. Mm. No, y'all want to be like future. <laughs> Not the future. Wow. Future. <laughs> Maybe he did mean future. Yeah. No, okay. I don't think so. <laughs> Shout out to Chris. He does know who <laughs> he listened to Metallica and Green Day. Future, who's that? Um, Meg Town, don't let her play you like that. <laughs> these nerdy black women start cosplay IGs to fulfill incel fantasies these days. LOL, they still curve ninjas. Okay, that's a newer thing, but I'm talking about before the immersion of IG and all of these uh new sites like. You know, people in their 30s and people even in their 20s remember when um, nerdy black girls wasn't getting no play. Like, you know, stop the stop the cap. Y'all know y'all was overlooking those weird girls sitting there drawing anime at lunch, sitting at a table by themselves, black fingernails, the eye, thick eyeliner pencil that they stole from their mama that they got all down the um, front of their eyelids. Baby, y'all wasn't paying them girls no attention trying to tell them to get out of the way so you can get to the light skin girl that just moved here with the long hair mm. do was they were trying to get next to becky they like uh, -uh and i want to sit with becky now give me that becky mm -hmm. ain't that how that song used to go <laughs> yeah it is it's class <laughs> Mm -hmm. Shout out to Complex EZ. He says, I'm 23, just got my passport, going to Ghana. Okay. Man, best wishes to you, good brother. If you need anything from us at all um, in your journeys, please let us know. We love to help out brothers that are going to seek out other Black women. So, um, To yeah. be completely honest, I saw a recent um, article that said, for, for, for my single sisters, I'm about to put y'all up on game i saw a recent article that stated that ghanaian men are the most faithful husbands so for oh. black women and i see a lot of black women i told you i follow this african to american uh, american to african love connection um that i follow on several social media sites and a lot of them go over to ghana and nigeria is the second country that i see a lot of them flocking to but they're saying that ghanaian men are the most faithful husbands so for those of y'all who are, you know, in, in desperate need, 
get your passport and go over there. You will find you you will find you a gold herder or something that'll that'll wife you. Oh, shout out to Suzette Speaks. Hey, Suzette. Hello, hello. What's up, lady? You gotta come on mm -hmm. through one day. We gotta have you on. Um, shout out to MGTOW Universe again. He said, first of all, it was Kill Switch, Engaged, and Metallica, <laughs> not Green Day. LOL. He said, I love being a lame. So does Maria and Mayling will too in a few months. MGTOW, I'm convinced you scared of it. I don't know. MGTOW Universe, you, oh, how you think I know the, the, the groups? Because before I was reformed, I listened to that music too. But I, I knew Can you I, I can't even up. imagine you trying to sing no girl you know, i got to see the, the, the town that i lived in it wasn't even a city it was a town they didn't have a black radio station so our radio station only played the only black songs they played was macarena i'm aging myself and tone loke um funky cold medina macarena? you know how to do it <laughs> funky cold medina and macarena baby you know that how to was do it, it. <laughs> that's all that's how white the town was was that i lived in Oh my God. Yeah, Shout out to D Mac the Chucker. What's up, D Mac? He says, Stop the cap. Most nerdy chicks end up becoming three old foes when they grow up. Y'all remember oh those them Ricky Lake shows? Uh, um, we only remember when they was bashing black men. Mm. Ciao. Mm. Shout out to Complex Easy. He says, Nerdy black women be on race play websites. How you know? Y'all, y'all, y'all swear that nerdy black women fare well, but y'all refuse then to acknowledge that, you know, I think that everybody has a glow up period. Like, I don't know most people, unless you are probably like a 10, you know, you go through a struggle period. Like I went through a period where guys weren't checking for me. Like most people go through that period. I'm not holding that against all black. And I went through a period where I was one of, by the time I was a senior, junior, I was one of two black girls in my high school and none of the guys would date us. Like they weren't interested in dating black girls, but I don't hold that against black men and be like, oh, now that I have a successful career and I'm driven, I'm never dating a black man. I'm going to Thailand to find me a husband. Like how silly does that sound? Quite that kind of sounds like uh, <laughs> mixed. <laughs> Listen, I would never like, oh, and I'm going to get, look, I need a black king, baby. What can a Thai man do for me? No, nothing. No, and then nothing. he don't even want to get in the gym and help her work it out. Listen, I'm good. Oh, crazy. I'm good. We got one more. We got to get off into oh, okay. this topic, honey, because you know you know what they're here for. Mm -hmm. uh, shout out to Dane C. He says, Danielle and Concrete. What's hey, good, hey, Dane? what's up, Dane? Girl, fresh and fit. Mm -hmm. Are they leading the manosphere in the wrong direction? That's what I want to talk about. Um, we, I, I was made aware as of late because I was not aware that Fresh and Fit is now leading the manosphere. Fresh and Fit are now um, the ones who uh, have a, uh, are Kevin Samuel's successors. They are the leading podcast in the manosphere, the number one podcast, the largest voice in the manosphere. They speak for the manosphere they are essentially being held as spokesmen for the manosphere and i want to talk about the direction in which they are leading the manosphere and what the thoughts are surrounding the fact that they're being said to be in the leading position okay my first question to you and everybody in the chat does it matter that they're non-ados 
with their talking points? Does it matter? Does it matter that they're non-ADOs? They're black um, men, but they're non-ADOs. They don't, I don't think, I don't know what uh, Myron identifies as, but we know Fresh is, uh, Fresh Prince CEO is non-ADOs. Neither of them are ADOs. One right. is from Excuse the West me. Indies and the other is um, East Indian. His family is East Indian. Yes. Or East, not East Indian, East Asian. Um, so neither of them are ADOs. Um, for me personally, I don't have a say in the matter, but I would think that the Manosphere is a Black American found space, that the successor should be a Black American amongst some other things that I would think should be a requirement. Um, like I said, not that my vote holds any weight, but if I had to choose, me personally, I would like to see another Black American man. I can think of a few. Um, you know, leading the space because it's Black American created. And sometimes, not all the time, sometimes they have, you know, same experiences and, and have like talking points, but sometimes their experiences are going to differ greatly from a Black American man. Not to say that it's not an all-inclusive space, but I think that the dominating voice, the loudest voice should be that of a Black American man. That's just my opinion. What are your thoughts? Um, yeah, absolutely. Um, because I, it, it, it becomes an interesting thing to me. And I know people are going to bring up, well, y'all had Jessica X and she was talking bad about black women. Oh, um, I didn't think about that. I, oh, thank you, Nick Tao, uh, Javon, for clarifying. Okay. Um, I knew people would think about bring that up, but it just kind of made me think, okay, if you're not Ados as a man and you have, I don't know how many American women that they've dated, but from the sounds of it, American black women, from the sounds of it, from their own rhetoric, that's definitely not a preference of theirs. Mm -hmm. And it was like, so if you don't date black women and you know, a lot of guys do have the same stories about black women, God, God knows. <laughs> but it was like, if you don't date black women, you've never dated black women. How can you speak on such an experience? Mm -hmm. And I've been kind of teetering back and forth with that because while they could be knowledgeable about women and women's, you know, women's nature, mm -hmm. at the same time, if you're not actually engrossed in that experience, then I don't know if I can necessarily listen to everything you have to say about it. Like, you know, yeah, I agree with that. I think that generally a lot of their commentary is specific to black women. And when typically the term black is used, people assume that we're talking about black Americans. We know black is referring to a phenotype, but a lot of people do not um, associate themselves with the term black because they think that that's specific to black Americans. But I do think that they seem to have very limited, if any, experience dating black women. They already said they don't dark, date dark, dark butts and night riders. So they, uh, I'm assuming, don't really date black American women or have limited experience with dating black American women. I think that because of that, their talking point should be more general, speaking to women in general and or the women that they have the most experience with. I think they've adopted a lot of the talking points that they hear iterated throughout the manosphere and they're regurgitating information that might not be their own personal experiences. That is also a great point um, because we do see a lot of guys 
come through this space and they take on everybody's words as law, but mm -hmm. you only get to see things from one aspect. And, you know, we try to bring all aspects to the conversation, but if you go to men that are maybe let's just say in red pill rage, and it does sound like a lot of rage. It's to me, it's the red pill rage channel where men go mm -hmm. to rage and to rage out. Um, so when you, come into a space and that's all you hear and then you're listening to men who don't necessarily have the experience with dating black women how trustworthy um are they for real um i i agree and you know that doesn't mean that they can't speak to their general dating experiences but i think for them to highlight things that are related to black women um if we're talking about black women across the diaspora absolutely i, I have a pan-african mindset i consider all people who are phenotypically black to be black until they tell me otherwise but i do know that you know non-ados people a lot of them don't like to be referred to as black and it's interesting that i'm seeing comments in the chat talking about oh here they come with this ado stuff da 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 um i i smooth i i stand corrected i said that someone i highlighted the comment where someone actually gave their right um their right cultures but thank you for correcting smooth was gonna make sure he got your ass baby, in line. he always he 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 wastes mm. no time baby i i, I, I give up <laughs> but um what was i saying so um you know i think a lot of times they want to distinguish themselves from um ados people and it's interesting that when we use the term ados people get triggered but they don't they talking about fresh and fit identify with their cultures and no one gets triggered you know when a jamaican or a west indian or you know a, a kenyan a nigerian says they're you know they're kenyan mm -hmm. they're um you know asian whatever no one takes offense to it or you don't hear the the the, the negative comments the the the, the um, sly comments that are being made but when we as black Americans use any kind of moniker to differentiate ourselves, then we're being divisive and all the things. All that to say, um, I think that they could potentially add value by way of sharing their experiences. But I think that if you're talking about, you know, that you should be specific, they should be specific in their speech. Very interesting. Very interesting. I do um, have a question for you after this. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Okay, shout out to Black Wealth and Power. Thank you so much for your super chat. He says the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan is an Eidos and Malcolm X is a one-fourth white and his mother is from the Caribbean. It's very interesting when we decide, when we decide when non-Eidos Blacks can speak for us and when we have a problem with it. I think when it, it definitely makes a difference mm -hmm. If you're non-Ados and you're not um, fully immersed in a culture, mm -hmm. like, and, and and the other thing is, black people are the only group that I've seen, the only groups that I've seen that will allow others into their circle to give advice, to talk shit to them, to talk down on them, to talk mm -hmm. down about their women, to tell them, yeah. and and the thing that kind of makes me come back to it. 
if you're talking down about the women and the men didn't came from a woman, a lot of y'all came from single parent households. They think the same thing about you. And that's the shit that I go back to in my mind. If you think this bad of the women, then what do you think about the men Absolutely. that were raised by these same women? Absolutely. Um, I have to say though, when you talk about minister Louis Farrakhan, when you talk about Malcolm X, Malcolm X and minister Louis Farrakhan will tell you that they are black. We're not singling them out. Um, if they identified as black men and did not identify by their cultures, no one would even know. They're the ones who want to single themselves out and ensure that they're not grouped together with black American men oh, or black American people. If you do that and, and whether we could talk about even a uh, Marcus Garvey, we could talk about, um, you know, some of the black Panthers had like my great granddaddy is, um, is Jamaican. Like that, like all of us have, you know, mixed up race. When you isolate yourself from the group and separate yourself from the group, I personally am going to follow suit. Okay, you're not black American. You are whatever you identify as. That's me being respectful of your culture and your wishes. We're not saying, oh, we don't want them speaking for us because they're not X, Y, Z. They have chosen to ensure that they're identifying with their cultures and their, their nation of origin. Facts concrete. Um, shout out to W is for Wumbo. He says black nerdy women get tons of play. I just went out with one last weekend. She was so fine. The doorman tried to get at her before she oh got God. in the bar. It was a great date too. What's up with date number two then? What you got Listen, going on? W is for Wumbo. The difference though, and what you're pointing out is you, you're dating a grown nerdy woman. As grown women, I already said, baby, they'd be fine, fine. I'd be like, dang, like they really grow into just beautiful swans. And in many instances, the beautiful swan was always there, but they might have disguised it with big baggy clothes, the sweaters in the summertime. You know how weird teenagers are. Um, so that's the difference. But I do want to ask you a question, Danny. Okay. So we know Fresh and Fit, they can be a little bit wild. They can be a little bit um, um, the, uh, edgy, if you will. So I want to know, they, they kind of have like um, this, this almost like leaders of the new school type of energy mm -hmm. uh, being that really and truly they're not that much younger than they're, they're middle-aged men, but they attract a very younger audience, I think. Right. Um, being that they might be seen as young and reckless, do you think that that could negatively impact the manosphere? Why or why not? I definitely think that it can Im impact the manosphere because they are spewing manosphere talking points, manosphere talking points that have been around for a, a while, a long time. But when they spew manosphere talking points and then they do something stupid, like telling girls that they have to be that they have to F before they come on the show. Or, you know, you got to you got to uh, have sex to have a seat at the table. To me, certain aspects of that bring down the value of the space because the space is all about not pedestalizing pussy. Um, if you're successful and you're the guy worth your salt, women or you're going to attract women unless you're just too lame. And then if you're saying things out to a big audience and you're having this type of impact on a younger generation, because to me, they impact the young, the younger generation the most for right now, as far as I can see, um, outside of Kevin, we have heard of other content creators within this space, but 
Fresh and Fit have gone viral several times for the wrong thing. Throwing hoes out. They serving hoes alcohol. They've had physical altercations. It's like a live, watching a live uh, Jerry Springer uh, show. In some, in some cases, it's been like that. So I think uh, some of it can impact di- directly and, and negatively. So, yeah, I, I think so. Um, I'm going to have to agree. I think that they have a, they, they display a lack of maturity, not to say that they aren't mature, aren't capable of being mature. But I think when you see some of the antics that are aligned with their and associated with their show, that they do display a lack of maturity. I agree with Azukar, who said that they have a very shock jock type of um, personality or style to their show. And I get it if that is, you know, if that's their niche, that's their niche. But do you want a shock jock leading the space? Especially because I think that the, I personally think that the space can be very impactful. I think that it can be impactful beyond the scope of, you know, African-Americans, people in the States, Western world. I think that, you know, it could reach the masses and the messaging from the space can really impact and start conversations and, you know, create waves and cause people to stop and think and, you know, um, encourage Black men to do better, to um, have higher standards and all the things. And I think that when you have this young and reckless crew leading the charge that you will negate some of those potential benefits. You negate some of those potential benefits because it's looked at, looked upon as just a joke, something for entertainment strictly. Um, whereas you can have someone who is thought provoking, leading the space, and it can be an all inclusive space that does include the entertainment shows, but it's also a place for healthy dialogue, healthy debate, thought provoking conversation. Um, so, um, girl, I'm just talking. I'm oh, like, <laughs> and I have a question for you. Um, so do you think that a lot of their talking points and the manosphere's talking points are rooted in insecurity? That's a very interesting question. I want to say this with that question. I want to say this when we talk about fresh and fit, and I do believe that they were, they were raised in the States. I can see them not having much success with African-American women. Thanks. We always talk about how African-American women gotta have, gotta have a dude with swag and yada, yada, yada. You know, um, one of them has a very heavy accent. Um, in addition, you know, the other has more of what would be deemed as a nerdy look. He's not what tip what black women, African-American women would typically go for, typically be drawn to. So I could see them struggling in that department as, as young adults and as a result kind of growing this disdain for black women because they played in my face when I was a kid. Mm -hmm. Um, But I do think that their talking points come from a place of insecurity. I think fresh and fit, like when you talk, especially Myron, the way that he talks to women, the, the his arrogance, I think that stems from now I have money. Now I have the upper hand. Now I, now you are going to bend to my whim. It's almost like the kids who get picked on in school and they go on to be cops because they want that power. He 
Absolutely. is who got rejected in school or got, got rejected when he was young and now he has money, status, some influence. And he's like, I got the power now, B. You know, yeah, you know, but that's the that's the type of attitude that they take. And then, you know, um, some of the rules and things that I've heard them talking about. So uh, Myron likes to use this key analogy uh, for a woman sleeping around versus a man sleeping around. And he was saying, you know, he has the if he would be the key that can unlock the lock, but if a bunch of other guys can come in and unlock the lock, then how good is the lock really? Mm-hmm. <sighs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, you know, like the key is still going to work. And, you know, and he would say this stuff to women on the panels. And then, you know, you kind of bombard women with a lot of red pill talking points and red pill, it red pill, the way that it's being presented now is very very new to a lot of women mm-hmm. women know certain aspects so when this is another thing that i've been meaning to talk about for a minute shout out to ty city and ramil with the they know they don't care hashtags um and the shame blame and explain there are certain things that women do know we do know absolutely positively then there are certain things that women know but don't necessarily think about and will play So you have women that'll call the police and um, try to get you locked up. Let's say y'all get into a physical altercation. Let's say she started the shit. She'll call the police, um, try to get you locked up. Um, Then let's say you make bond and she's calling your phone, blowing up your phone. She comes by, she fucks you. Y'all back together. She doesn't think that a lot of the, like her calling the police and whatever, she doesn't look at that as anything impactful. And a lot of women will play with your actual life like that. They don't look at that and think about what that actually does to a person's record and how it would directly negatively affect them down the line. So I've been meaning to say that like women do know some things, but a lot of women take certain, a lot of things, just you know like it ain't nothing and they don't think about it as anything but then 10 years later you got a felony on your record you're trying to get a job you can't get a job and it's because you and your baby mama been playing around and she actually played with your life and you allowed that so you know i just i've been wanting to say that for a minute but i forgot what what the damn point was child anyway shout out to jay kwan he says fresh fresh and fit or white manosphere click case closed well, y'all all up in fresh and fit business. Every time I turn around, I'm seeing streams from Black Manosphere about it, so we can talk about it too. Y'all be all right. Um, and I wouldn't even just relegate them to White Manosphere. Um, and I don't think that they relegate themselves to to strictly White Manosphere. When all of that, when they were getting that blowback from um, the White Fitness model, um, and um, and O'Shea was making those streams and they had a meeting of the minds. They wanted to ensure that they were not ousted from the black manosphere. They wanted to keep their affiliation with the black manosphere. They absolutely have affiliation and um, and ties to the black manosphere. And we can't deny that. We can't deny that because it's convenient. Um, black- Go ahead. Okay, I was going to say Black Wizard, shout out to you. Thank you for the super chat. He says, the mental sphere won't be affected by one person. Fresh and fit profit the most off of it, but they don't lead it. Nobody does. The environment makes the mental sphere and people um, 
are interchangeable parts. Um, mm. I think the manosphere was led by Kevin Samuels, whether That's people cool. like it or not like it or not he was the biggest pusher of the message and he and was the most the impactful absolutely when we say led we're talking about who the loudest voice who um whose talking points who the media will attach to will associate with will uh, i mean and really and truly it's not a thing of the manosphere nominating a leader oftentimes the pe person with the biggest audience the person with the loudest messaging is who um by default becomes the leading voice of the space maybe not leading it per se but they become the leading voice of the space um and i do think that one person can impact the space i think that oftentimes we've seen a number of incidents where people um have been associated with the space and as a result it reflects on the space um you've, even the stuff with fresh and fit and that's why o'Shea and other leaders of the space were like nah they can't they can't be affiliated if they doing fuckery like that so because you do know that there is going to be blowback on the space and a negative messaging attached to the space because of the behavior of a leading voice a person who's out front a person you know who is associated with the space and negative things are going on with that person i understand what you're saying in theory though um i do have another question for you go ahead um, so do, do you think that they choose a specific demographic of women to have on their show in order to drive home the negative points that they have about women and black women in particular? Do you think they're strategic in who they choose to have on their show and, um, in, in order to push forth negative talking points about black women? And, um, if you could elaborate on your response. Um, absolutely. Absolutely. I think they uh, go after IG models, fitness models, uh, girls that are going to be seen as hot. At first, it was a guy that was recruiting the girls. And I actually think he did a better job in recruiting because it went down when after he left. But he had a weird story. <laughs> after him too, but... Real funny, JTC. <laughs> and he wasn't the first one, baby. Um, Obsidian been wearing suits in this space forever. Mm. Nobody gives Obsidian the credit he deserves. <laughs> anyway, um, I, I, what was your question, girl? Um, do uh, do you think that? They oh, choose? the girls. Yeah. yeah, yeah. They. I mean, you want you have to think about how we are and how we react to things. So if we decided that we wanted to go off people in the space, we like to see fights. We. The manosphere likes some drama, honey. We like a we like a show. I think the manosphere is like the WWE. Listen, there was a time that me and Angry Man were into it. Mm-hmm. And I had cursed Angry Man out, and Angry Man had cursed me out, cursed him back out. And then he had got on the got in the camera. And I think he was holding up his jewelry or something. And he was oh! Girl, I was like, if we I don't get that. our WWE looking asses up out of here, this shit uh. looked like it was promo for like a boxing match. Yeah, I'll fuck you up. You ain't got no It was so crazy because he was looking directly in the camera. He has good camera equipment and stuff. Mm -hmm. So it looked real professional and stuff. It was hilarious. But 
it was it's just one of those things like we like to see a lot of drama the numbers climb when you see a girl on a screen acting ratchet and showing her yeah. ass mm -hmm. um like when tommy and the girl was getting ready to get into mm -hmm. it them numbers shot up oh mm -hmm. my god they're about to fight every time they've had an incident on there everybody rushes to it because we like to see drama we like to see fights when yes. them girls was getting kicked off it was a talk over the manosphere oh they just frank castle to be oh frank castle and you know you heard the frank <laughs> castle forever i was oh, I'm sure. <laughs> yeah so i mean we're addicted to drama we like mm -hmm. we like the we like the mess frank and castle. the manosphere is not excluded from that i um, agree yeah that the active activist says the Black Manosphere is led by a head council, which is Angry Man O'Shea, Obsidian, and Dennis Sperling. Not a single person. Um, uh, dude is tripping. I will say this. You guys are mis... I don't know if there's a misunderstanding. It's a miscommunication. Let me say this. Yes, as it relates to decisions about the space, things that are in the best interest of the space, there is a leading group. But when we talk about the loudest voice, the leading voice, the people really determine that. Um, and, you know, I'm not saying it's fresh and fit because I don't know enough. I haven't done enough research since Kevin's passing to say who is the new leading voice. But it was brought up on our last show and I thought that it was real interesting. I had I was like, wow, them really? Why? <laughs> you know, personally. But in your opinion, who do you think would be best suited to lead the space out of the guys that we know that we're familiar with over here on this side? Um, that's a good question. I have that question for you, too. Mm -hmm. um, if I had to choose, I am definitely biased. And I'm going to say BGS. <laughs> but I also would not overlook um, Obsidian because... Um, Obsidian, you know, what he's put into the space, but I also think that he, um, his investment into the space, but also the fact that I find Obsidian very entertaining and interesting. I think that he's smart. Um, and yeah, I, I would say, um, Obsidian would definitely be somewhere in the running. Um, but if I had to choose, I'm just gonna say BG. Y'all know I'm gonna say BGS. Ain't nobody even surprised by that. Who would who do you think? I, I'm interested to hear who you think because you know more about the space and you're especially as of late far more in tune with the space than I am. Okay. I don't think that I think BGS would be good if BGS were younger, but BGS to me is too old. Um, BGS is like, mm -hmm. I think BGS, it's like if there was ever a council, I think yeah. you should sit on the council. I can see that. They need some fresh blood, somebody kind of younger. I, okay. Yeah. Um, with Obsidian, I like Obsidian. I'm a fan. I'm actually, mm -hmm. you know, and we've been rocking with Obsidian for a long time. I think obsidian is super smart yeah. um the only thing with obsidian where i would if, if i were a guy and i'm trying to get into my guy brain if i were a guy i would be kind of like obsidian could be shaky on some of his talking points and there are things that obsidian has said that has probably been a little bit suspect like i don't know i don't know about that um and Please so, don't say who I think you're gonna say. I'm about to hang No, up. I, I'm I'm going through the list. I'm going if you through say the this list. Fool, this toxic fool. Who I'm thinking. 
Um, if I thought about angry man, mm-hmm. angry man is underrated as hell. He's underrated as hell, but he's underrated because that damn temper. Yeah, and angry man abrasive. will go off your go off on your ass yes. at the drop of a hat. He's a bit abrasive. And so I think sometimes it may not be palatable for people, mm-hmm. right? Um, when it comes down to Dennis Sperling, Dennis Sperling kind of does, uh, Dennis Sperling is a lawyer. Um, Dennis is a lawyer. What to about me, Lena Dennis kind of got like that slick, Dennis, Dennis slick. Dennis got mm-hmm. that slick, slick on him. Mm-hmm. And so I'm like, I don't know, Dennis. Like Dennis, I don't know. 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 I like. I, I. I think Dennis is cool. Don't get me wrong. He's. A, or he's. Of course, he's articulate because he is definitely a lawyer. But I'm like, I don't know. I don't know. Um, I, I, I thought you know, about T. I, I. I. If I had to choose, I think I would choose someone like a T. Hassan Johnson, and. Okay. I think T. Hassan Johnson be or uh, I'll give you the TLA. No, I don't get me wrong. I actually like TLA. Mm-hmm. I like TLA as a content creator. I, I and, and TLA got some skills for your ass. Like you ain't just gonna go up there and talk and and la 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 la. He be remembering stuff. He taking like TLA is yeah. a smart dude. I wouldn't underestimate him. But I think TLA still on them hoes. You know what I'm saying? Like oh, I think, <laughs> okay. I, I think he's still on them hoes. What about AMS? AMS still effing bitches. To, no child. Oh. AMS uh still uh on them on them. He's still on them girls. He's still on the them women. Thing is, hard. I think it has to be somebody who has put in time in the space. There are a lot of like newcomers to the space who have been here like maybe a year or something like that. Me personally, I feel like. Uh, you got to put in your time, so that's kind baby. Of- did they say Kendra Samuels? I'm done. I hate them. Uh, wait a minute. Oh, <laughs> a woman bought the mental sphere. She's <laughs> now the she's the leader now. <laughs> oh, wow. Uh, but Kendra. Kendra did put in the work. So I think Kendra should be in charge of the girls. Kendra put in the most work yeah, out of out of all the women that's been up through here. I would say that Kendra has put in the work. Um, I'd be oh, mad please. when they don't put, don't get me wrong, Kendra and I did have our issues back in the day, but put some fucking respect on Kendra's name. Kendra uh, went Kendra through Kendra has put in work in the space, has definitely put in work, no doubt. I could see her being over the women's division. Yeah, yeah, and I I don't think anybody should really have an issue with it because I do think that uh she she did put in the most work. Um, mm-hmm. A lot of people yeah. saying Edward Anderson. I love Edward. Like too I emotional. To, yeah, I I don't think Edward would be the right person though. But but Edward is very intelligent, very articulate, has great talking points. Baby, he gonna eat you up in an argument. But I don't know about him leading um tommy would be um tommy is involved in way too much uh uh fuckery yeah some people it's like they too controversial already too much controversy associated with them like a minister jab um i don't know black uru baby black uru he cracks the whip too much baby black uru gonna get your ass together honey (laughs) black uru is a beast baby (laughs) 
permission oh, no. to treat the witness uh hostile i was like god damn he gonna treat every woman hostile i don't care who you is um shout out to black wizard again he said bgs would be a great choice if MGTOW and ibmore was still content leaders with super chats around it's going to be one of these puas oh, who uh, are popular I hope um arc i think arc is uh raising his family and chilling he uh, is. yeah i don't think he would want the responsibility because it's a lot to manage a bunch of men um mr fantastic would have been great that that was my dude uh i think mr fantastic i want fantastic to get a little bit older and a few more things under his belt that man I he is mid-30s i want him he to be in his mid-50s uh no no you know what mm -hmm. um if miss mr fantastic had a bit more experience because and, I, and i'm thinking about this objectively there's no smoke for nobody, nothing. But, you know, we've been in this space with each other for a few years. Mm -hmm. um, I think sometimes he can get triggered easily. You know, he'll cut your yeah, ass out. Yeah, Mr. Fantastic will. He, he, yeah. he, he will. Mr. Fantastic yeah. cut your ass out. And, Absolutely. You know, he ain't gonna think nothing of it. Um, what about Bernard? <laughs> baby, if we can wake up from the nap, he gonna be fine. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I thought you was gonna say um what the hell is it uh um that pimp name <laughs> well i can't think of his name baby i'm old as heck um oh girl huggy bears no snooky. don't not no dang on huggy bear you just said uh, his name snooky no you bought his channel <laughs> oh ramil girl Ramil. <laughs> yeah ramil my dude um yeah. I think that Ramil would be a great leader, yeah. but but because he can he can rally the troops, he can rally them up. Um, he has a lot of influence, but I think that he he goes from no, you know what? No, because he will like, be emotional too. He 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 do his he responses do. and his reactions to stuff. He will like fly off the cuff. Man, you must have got smoked in that debate. Child, please, Bernard ain't doing nothing. Bernard. Anybody think about Bernard? Right. Uh, simple Somebody said simple. Oh, they was talking when I said pimp. <laughs> Baby, uh, sinful. Now, I like sinful. Now, I said something about sinful. And he uh -oh. called me. He was like this biscuit head ass. I was like, oh, oh, you ain't have to say it like that. Ooh. I ain't hopping his chat, though, because he was Ooh. not finna clown me. <laughs> Um, if we can get past some charges, huh? yeah. Um, I, I, I just think that his messaging, you know, no, but if, have you ever listened to Simple to P? Yes, I've listened to Girl, I've Simple listened to <laughs> when he used to be on O'Shea's, but I ain't never went to his channel and listened to him. Yeah, I, I actually went and listened to some of his content. Um, he is definitely a smart brother. Um, but yeah uh with lar somebody lar you know what's funny i think lar would be good i think so too he's impartial he's level-headed yeah i can see it 
LAR say like he got. What about we got Mr. Research MOT? It's a lot of folks. Now I MOT. I like MOT, but MOT be threatening niggas too much and MOT temper. You know what I'm saying? Oh, y'all done threw out some good names. There's a Roger report. You know, a line stepper is a line stepper, a line stepper, of course. Mm -hmm. Of course. Of course. All all line steppers are fit to lead to space. Shout out to us. Um, and we on the list. Let me not say nothing, child, because they've been trying to kick us off the list lately. Um, who else concrete? Um, I think we the names all of the, the big content creators. Who else did we missing? What about O'Shea? Well, O'Shea, of course. I mean, we know O'Shea is very capable. That's like that goes without saying. Definitely yeah. O'Shea. Yeah. Um, Kuda. I think Kuda would do good as somebody that's ahead of a division. Like if the mental sphere had divisions, mm -hmm. I wouldn't sleep on Kuda because I think Kuda has a lot of knowledge. It's the same way with Platinum. I think Platinum has a lot of knowledge as far as the game is concerned. And like, I, you know, I, I like Platinum. Yeah, he got a lot of street knowledge. Um, yeah, he does have a lot of street knowledge. But Black like I think he could head on his own division. Like the he thing head is, his own you can't have somebody who is going to won't gel well with like because Platt's so street, like so into like that playerism, everybody's not gonna be attracted to that. Like you gotta have no. somebody who will draw a diverse crowd. I think he could do like if they had a, a certain aspect of he could cover like so uh i was gonna say social media but he would do a good job on like ig thoughts and shit like that yeah for sure for sure he's uh really good at reading those mm -hmm. um somebody says somebody mr research yeah uh mr research be i think mr research doesn't give out enough hugs <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, Mr. Research be coming kind of hard. Reg, I like Reg, but Reg ain't yeah, um, um, tough enough. Reg won't cuss their ass out if they need it. Yeah. The thing is, yeah, no, I wouldn't say Reg, like leading the space. No. Nah. I think when we talk about leading, y'all throwing out names, but like you gotta, like, there's several, there's like several categories that you gotta make sure that that person is going to fit into and some of the people they you know they're good during for certain aspects or good in certain categories but not across the board yeah um rom willis rom wills uh yeah. i think rom rom would be able to get them some holes rom would be able to get y'all some very level-headed articulate yeah. man too very smart intelligent. yeah what about black ram 313 <laughs> Carlin is crazy. Who you say? Big J. Somebody said Big J. What about Big J? Girl, I would love to see a Big J gonna cuss their asses out. I'm here for it. Somebody said truth as I know it. Like, listen. Girl, um, that girl been mad at you. I'm just saying. Come on now. Some of y'all just be saying anything. No, but you know what? No, but I actually think Truth As I Know It is a very smart dude. He's a smart dude. You don't know about taking away from him. Yeah. What about Grinch? Grinch? Like, okay, so I know old Grinch. Grinch calmed down a lot. Like, I don't really be seeing him cutting the food like he used to. But I know old wild Grinch. So 
don't know if his temper is Baby, temper. that nigga was like, D, every time I see him, I used to get mad. Like, like this fucker. what about Rule then? Like, I mean, if we just like, <laughs> yeah. Now, um, Rule is a, you know what though? I think with Sagittarians, Sagittarians generally don't want the whole job. Like, we don't mind being on like, oh, we ain't got to be our front. Y'all of attention though. And we gonna get it if we need it. Mm-hmm. You don't know that. Like, if I need some attention, I know how to. Call. I know exactly what to do to get it too. And then I, I go back in my cool. corner. I'm biased because the thing about Kevin that I enjoyed and that I liked, he actually, you know, focused on family, finance. You know, if for those men who you know wanted why, like he didn't just dismiss the whole idea of marriage and family and you know all of those things he focused on that whereas we have like fresh and fit and they're focused on bagging women and a lot of these men speak against that you have people like Ramil who promote pump and dump culture and lying to women to get what you want which further harms the community so because i'm more community minded i am going to my suggestions are going to be those who care in some aspect about the community even an obsidian who doesn't like to admit it but if you listen to his messaging it's clear that he has an interest in community um david johnson um oh that's my boy i'm still traumatized you may be a little too much of a hothead yeah david gonna cut your ass out david will go off um yeah, because he going to throw that Bible. He going to be like, this is what the fucking Bible says. <laughs> Did you just call Theo Waff, Theo Wallet? I'm done. Oh, I'm done. Um, Amiri, I, but wait a minute. Wait a minute. I want to talk about Theo real quick. Oh. Please don't sleep on Theo. I think where we all kind of got Theo. Now, don't get me wrong. Theo got some fucking screws loose. No doubt. No doubt. Mm-hmm. But Theo is actually uh, wiser than people would give him credit for. Um, Theo has a lot of sense, but this is what's fucked up. Imagine having a good heart and saying, you know what? I want to do this for black men. I want to take care of my brothers. I want to be us to be able to get together and congregate at another state. And we, we do this this event and you sponsor that and then imagine doing that out of the kindness of your heart or for props or whatever because he probably did it for props knowing him and then everybody talking shit about you like you know and i i was kind of torn with that i do think that he does have black men black men's best interests at heart though um i don't think he should be discounted for that um what about like a teapot I, I like teapot. teapot be, yeah, impartial. Mm-hmm. I like teapot, but I still teapot will fall under the guys that are probably too old. Um, okay, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Ew, I like those diplomatic, just uh, uh, you know, men who can be objectionable and like. Um, oh my gosh, there's someone else that I was thinking. The slip my mind, but um, I don't know. I, 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 there are some good options. I think people that have actually put the work in, people who um have the ability to have balanced conversations, um, and people who have the ability to impart knowledge and wisdom, which will mean that you have some life experience, um, 
you know, but those are things that I factor into my votes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, what about Ty? Did you say that Ty City? What'd you say about him? I I didn't say one way or the other. Um, I wouldn't uh, possibly. I, I won't say that he's incapable at all. Um, uh, I think that sometimes he could be too reactionary as well. Sometimes. Or not reactionary enough. That's what it is. Mm -hmm. Sometimes he ain't reactionary enough. He'll be just like, la, 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 that shit don't mean that, la, 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 la. And he, he, but he does know how to rally the troops as well. Um, Yeah. Yeah. And I think that we are giving consideration to other things because even when you said that, like about Ramil, like the fact that, you know, he has a massive following, which, you know, I must just like... As a woman, as as a conscious black woman, if I see you following somebody that is promoting destruction upon the black community, I'm just looking at you sideways. Like, what the hell is wrong with you? And I get for some people, it's just entertainment. It's funny. It's you know what I mean. But y'all be hanging on to some people's every word, Facts. and they don't got the sense that God gave. Facts. Um. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Uh. Yeah. But that's uh, just me. So, um, oh, I did have another question for you about this ahead. topic, though. Should young men consume content from men who have never had a healthy relationship with women? No. Mm, why not? Because I believe, especially a man of a certain age, if all of your relationships have been unhealthy, you're the problem. You have to, you have to do some self-assessment to, and, and, and some healing, if you will, um, in order to get to a good space before you can talk about your experiences from a place of honesty and a place of truth, a place of accountability. So I feel like if you've never, especially you in your 30s, and you've never had a healthy relationship with a woman, you got to look internally, brother. It ain't all women. You know what I mean? Like it ain't, it, it's not, especially you got a bag, you have the ability to travel, you've lived in different places. You know, um, for example, Myron, I believe he is of Muslim faith. If I'm not mistaken, if I am, you know, for, forgive me. If he is a man of Muslim faith, being a Sudanese man, um, I saw someone say in the chat that he has always said that he's going to marry a Middle Eastern Muslim faith woman. If that is the case, that means that he's a Muslim man. A Muslim woman um, is supposed to partner with a Muslim man, I believe. But I think that a Muslim man can marry or partner. I have to confirm. So anyways, nonetheless, if he is a, you know, a man of Muslim faith, then like you also have the ability to date and marry and partner with women inside of the faith. So I think if you have all of those things um, you know, to consider and you've never had a healthy relationship with a woman, I don't think that you should be leading men and regarding, regarding relationships. Um, but what are your thoughts? I agree. I I think that um, I think you can lead certain aspects of relationship, like the dating aspect of it, the social media aspect. I think you can definitely speak from those aspects or you can you can speak from your experiences of what it was like for you. And 
um, you know, you can tell, talk about your rejection and how that mm -hmm. made you feel and um, how you plan on making a come up or, or whatever. Um, but I don't think that it's healthy to a certain degree because you have a distorted view of women. You haven't had a, rela a, a healthy relationship with women. And when you haven't had any healthy relationships to go back on, you basically find your misery that loves company and y'all get together and y'all be miserable together. So I, that's mm -hmm. where I'm at with it. Yeah, I agree. Um, I the JR, uh, I was just going to say that uh, Ty CD's charisma and his logo, SBE mm -hmm. logo, can take him very far. Mm -hmm. Listen, the guy is a marketing genius. Um, I remember the days when Ty City would have like 25, 30 people in his chat. Mm -hmm. um, now, on average, uh, if, especially if he's doing some Manosphere content, he, uh, three, four hundred, easy. So he, he's doing it. Go ahead, Concrete. Um, my question to you is, Fresh and Fit, if they were somehow acknowledged as leaders of the space, um, could they switch it up? Do you think they could switch it up and maintain their fan base, meaning have more um, directed converse, com topics, more, more, um, you know, have more serious discussions, more, um, um, thought-provoking conversation and dialogue, do you think that they could, you know, kind of uh, move away from the effery and still maintain their fan base? I don't think they would maintain their fan base because they do have the frat boys. Um, they have the frat boys, you know, like the teenagers. You got mm -hmm. a lot of teenagers and shit listening to them. Mm -hmm. I I think they will lose their core audience core core audience if they chose to switch up the message. Wait a minute, wait a minute, girl. Now you see me your ass down here. That's what you get for um complimenting them. Man, I'm over here trying to give his baby, listen. That's why I just steer clear. Um now we feminists because now we're not saying women should be leading the space, but because we've been in this space for over five years, have no uh aware of the history of this space, have seen all the ups and downs that happen throughout this space, have conversed and, and, and engaged in dialogue for years with the leading forefathers of this space who created this space, and we have an opinion regarding who should not be leading now we are somehow uh -uh. feminists and should be uh, talking to oprah like i got i got i got i got one better matter of fact we got married while we've been in the space using y'all goddamn talking points what's up child like the what you got you so can't beat real. it i mean you that, you that lost. really have nowhere else to go <laughs> like you're really grasping for straws with this talking point because See, not don't like to do nothing become triggers, girl. Said, it's men in this space who don't believe they should be leading so they're feminists too. They they belong with Oprah too. Stop the cap. You sound foolish. Girl, um, Theo don't want to do nothing but come trigger us, honey. Don't, don't Theo no I mean, it's just it don't Theo make sense. Theo is a friend of the show. They still got him babysitting us, child. Um, Theo, I, I was over here advocating for you now. And you were. Um, look at the things I guess. But that's how the mental sphere do you, child. They do. Oh, you ain't never lied. Mm. Never. But do you think they could switch up? You said, I, oh, you said that you don't think that they would maintain their fan base because they have that frat boy type of thing going on. Right. And you have guys that are looking for them to basically entertain them by cursing out them hoes or talking crazy 
um you know they they're they've gained their most popularity off of talking shit so what, mm -hmm. what are your thoughts on that do you think they could switch it up and maintain um I think they would have to be very strategic, but I don't think that they could completely switch it up, like completely leave the F behind. If they were strategic enough, get some marketing genius, find out how to blend and marry the two, possibly. Um, but it, it wouldn't be an easy feat. I'll say that. Yeah. Yeah, child. Um, oh, wait, 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 wait. Uh... <laughs> Uh, okay. Yeah, that's pretty much all I had. Um, yeah, that's pretty much all I have as well. Um, did you want to open it up for a bit or nah? Or nah? Uh, I, I, I am absolutely good with that. I'm certainly fine with it. Um, you know, my opinion stands. I think that there are men in the space that absolutely deserve to lead the space. They've put in the work. They've been here since the beginning of the creation of this space. Um, they are have more balanced conversation. It's not a bunch of effery. Their, co their content is not strictly entertainment. Maybe there's some merging of entertainment and serious dialogue. And I think that that is needed. Um, and yeah, so I do think that there are some people in the space that can uh, uh, that can um, adequately lead, um, you know, and but the thing is, I think so essentially the people determine who has the loudest voice. They're going to determine what messaging resonates with them the most. And, you know, they seem to have determined that the fresh and fit messaging, it's funny, it's its its comedy, it's entertainment. They have beautiful women on there. They're making an ass out of them. They have, you know, very high school, college behavior that they engage in, the red cups, they're doing this and doing that. And, you know, people don't really, really, truly want to have the serious discourse and dialogue. They don't want to really talk about the problems that exist in the Black community, get to the root of the problems, talk about solution, have solution-focused and centered conversation and, you know, healthy dialogue. That's not what people really want. They want the fuckery to continue. They want it to persist. And the people have spoken. Mm, 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 mm. And that is the that is that's the final word. That's it. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah, girl, this is a good show. We always do good shows though. I love us. Me too, baby. Like nobody compares. But um, anyway. Um, yeah, I do too. I think this was very good. I enjoyed the dialogue. I think that it was um, very well rounded, you know, I love the show. I'll just say that I was going to say something in defense of us, but there's no need. I, I enjoyed the mm, show. that part. Uh, Warren, you should have been here. To, uh, well, yeah, we, we talked, talked about, about that on yeah. our last show. We talked about um, T.D. Jakes and how he going to lose half his congregation. Mm, talking about them black women's mm -hmm. um anyway you guys hit the like button theo especially yo ass hit that no. goddamn like button i'm mm. talking to you he already hit the dislike <laughs> that's how you guys talk to theo greg mm -hmm. he wants you to he like it you know some of them they like them dominant women that curse them out baby they, they enjoy it theo we don't care about their damn content did you hit the like button though 
hit the damn like button, Theo. We ain't got time to be playing. Theo, some men have already determined that, that that it's not appropriate for them, and nobody is saying that their content is inappropriate. Um, although one could make that argument, I'm not okay. saying that it's inappropriate. I said it's not balanced. No, it's listen not. to what I said. It's not balanced, and it's not. Theo, I think you would do a better job than Fresh and Fit, but you you're just crazy as hell. Baby, he just want to d ride. He like, I don't want to do the job. I just want to ride. That's it. I'm a. I'm a uh, I mean, talk to him. JTC, why start, should miss. we open it up so y'all can get up here and clown? Mm. Damn. Listen. No, no, no. I've already made up my mind that I'm about to get off of here. Go fix me a nice little healthy wrap. Okay. And, mm -hmm. Okay. Okay. Because I was about to drop that damn link. No, don't Ooh, do it. I was so close. I was mm -hmm. so close. Okay. Let me get out of there. JCC, you wasn't coming anyway. Blink. Bye. Nobody fooling with you. No, he played too much. He say that every 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 other show. Mm. Well. But anyways, I enjoyed this. Um, we'll be back soon, definitely, uh, for another go round, another interesting topic. And yeah, um, I'm sure the trolls will join us and have something negative to say as well. That's what we live for. But I think we did. I think we were very, very objective. We didn't just get here and bash. At, at all. Yeah, I think it was. Uh... Yeah, if you listen to the whole show, you know that we were pretty objective, pretty impartial. We did give our opinions based off of our time being in the space and watching content from a variety of content creators, not just fresh and fit. Um, and we gave very informed opinions, but they were just that our opinions and we're entitled to them, despite the fact that we're women. Concrete. Well, I'm gonna drop the link. Uh, I'm about to go. So you could go ahead and drop it if you want. Let me um, just see. Let me just see because I'm going to drop it now and I'm going to see what's going to pop. Yeah, because I'm hungry. I'm about see. to fix me something to eat. Let me see. Here, there go the link. There go the link. Let me see y'all bring y'all ass. Oh, I put this on curling stuff. Oh, babe. Sorry. The link is in the chat. If you ain't scared and you want to come up, there goes the link for you right there. If you want to come up. Y'all shouldn't be able to challenge anything we said because I think we covered everything from all sides about everybody in the space. We had a really good dialogue about it. Um, we waiting on Theo to come up. Uh, Theo, the link is in the chat. Um, yeah, so I'm gonna give you give you guys a couple seconds, and uh, Mr. Z, there you are. Hello, Mr. Z. What's going on? What's going on, Sister George? So, <laughs> why are you I'll, laughing? Because the I'm gonna start off with on the Issa Rae thing and then the judge, and then work my way to fresh and fit, right? Oh, First. no, you're not. No, you're not. No, you're not. Why not? Wait, what? Wait, why can't? No, you're not. Let that man speak. Ain't nobody else came up here. Wait a minute, because he about to go for a long time. And then no, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. I mean, I'm ain't not, nobody I'm else not. joined. By the time he done, if nobody else joined, that means we can hop off. <laughs> yes, no, Auntie Rose. <laughs> but no, why because it matters. Right? Because, like, y'all, I don't know if y'all remember the, um, there was a beef between Chrissy and BGS years ago talking about Jay Ellis 
and they played him down, right? Her whole comment section, this nigga was nothing. He, was, he wasn't that, yeah, he was over six feet. BGS said everything y'all said. He's a good looking dude. He's over six feet, blah, 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 blah. And all them sisters, because they want to be part of the girl, girl code, they talk down on him. Now they find yeah, out that they can marry But you know that women will sit there and try to ha- uphold this girl code and all this shit mm-hmm. until you actually get them by themselves. If that guy wanted to go, them hoes would be on their back faster than you can say I'm falling <laughs> and I can't get up. Let's stop. I'm not saying you're wrong. I'm just saying, like, that, that's why y'all see Mr. Z is careful what I say. Like, if 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 it's a woman I find attractive and appealing, I find her attractive and appealing. I'm not even if brothers don't be like, no, nah, she ain't shit. No, I that don't I don't follow you on that. <laughs> I don't agree with that, right? So they they were down with the shit. Not a dude married to a white chick, and I'm not saying he was, you know, he wasn't gonna marry a white chick, and it's because of the, that type of you know mentality. But you know, he, he's married to a white woman. Oh well, <laughs> right? It's not the end of the world, right? So that's number one. The judge thing, look. This is gonna happen. This is it's it. This is like inevitable. You know, more and more sisters showing their ass, especially like you guys mentioned. It's a black judge. Like, man, you know, this is what happened when you tell these particular type of women like they're they're God's gift to the universe. Even authority, they're they're literally speaking to somebody that has like their freedom or their the money they want or anything in their hands, and they still can't even pretend. You know how bad it is you can't even pretend to be respectful? <laughs> that's that's horrible. So there's that. And now the fresh and fit thing. Numbers-wise, I would agree with you. But um, they do have a white boy frat vibe about them. And I think they, they're, they're somewhat off-putting even to certain black men in this space. I'll say that. I'm not, yeah. you know. To a, yeah, lot of, so, uh, to a lot of people. I agree. Yeah. Mr. Z, are you, you, you not, a, aren't you West Indian or something? Yes, I am. I am. Okay. I'm Asian descent. Yeah, I was saying that yeah. earlier. So like, and brothers never throw that in my face. Like, it's not, I never get told out, nigga, you don't know because you don't grow up. Exactly. My, my girlfriend is ADOS. So like, and that's and probably going to be my wife one day. in the States? Yeah, born and raised. You, yeah. I mean, I see, like, unless someone tells me they identify otherwise, I mean, you black to me, you a mm-hmm. brother of mine, unless you say mm-hmm. you're not. I mean, like y'all see how I talk about being black. So like, that's that's it. I, I definitely understand where y'all are coming from when it comes to that, because there are there are non ADOS people, non ADOS men and women that do their very best to like distance themselves from ADOS. And we got to like not pretend like that's not a thing. Like, right. If ADOS people are doing it, then you got to believe that there's people that either came here at a young age or like even if they were born and raised here, like their parents was like, oh, don't be like those black Americans. And so that's what they on. You know, that's a thing. We need to stop pretending like it's not. So I'm not saying that's the case for Fresh and Fit. But, I mean, those dudes have said cringy-ass shit, right? Like, you know, like, dark butts. Like, who? Like, I, I could, I, you know what? I'm never, I never talk shit about brothers that if you want to date out, date out. But when you start using, like, white racial slurs, <laughs> like, that's something bigger than your, your so-called preference, mm-hmm. right? Like, that's something. When you do that, that's virtue sig- signaling for those, for those white dudes, right? Like, you see, I, I don't fuck with them niggas neither. <laughs> All right. Facts. facts. You know, like, also facts. So, like, I, I'm okay with your preference, but I'm never going to tell you what you should be doing with your penis. But it, when, when it comes to that, like, that d- dark, who even talks like that? Like, that let me know you virtue signaling. 
Exactly. I, mean, I, ain't never I, heard, I ain't never heard about you. Dark butts. Uh, <laughs> it was a rapper back in California that said he don't date dark butts, and I think it was like one of those rappers that had a one hit wonder or something. Just like who said? I don't like. You know, we have so many brothers here at SYSB, um, but nobody talks like that. Like who says that? Them dudes <laughs> that uh hang out with Mad Bus Driver, they talk. Like that. <laughs> That's, that's some weird shit anyway, but you know, I, numbers wise, you can't deny it, especially after those losses that they took after Abba and Preach put their foot in their ass. You know what I'm saying? So like, but it was you about, gotta think that, about it. I, 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 I didn't, that was Youngberg, uh, Marcus. Uh, Mr. Z, you said Abba and Preach. So I thought about that and they did have a big falling out and they lost a bunch of subs. Yep, yep. But you have to think about the age of no cancellation. And, yeah. you know, if you have gained enough popularity and you're able to stand on something, you're going to always have an audience. If you're able to stand on something and if you can be a bit of an asshole and mm -hmm. you have the whoop that trick factor, um, yeah. guys are going to show up every time. And even if they don't like them. It's a lot of guys who don't even like Myron or uh, Fresh, yeah, but yeah, they'll yeah. still go and watch the content and consume well, the content. So. You know, one of the issues that we have, and I actually see this with a content creator right now. Um, I'm, I got to make a video about this dude, the FD signifier dude. They they talk around the women. They t they do the they do the upliftment language stuff. They do the don't be like them old crusty niggas over there hating on women stuff. And what Fresh and Fit do, and and, and yes, y'all are right. People do watch them a lot to get off on watching them bring women down a peg, right? But until until these other people, even some of these women address the fact like women are human beings too, and sometimes they rude as shit, and sometimes they, they're, you know, they contradict what the fuck they just said five seconds ago. Until you deal with that, the fresh and fits are always gonna win because people wanna see somebody address this shit for real, for real, right? And even if they go on extremes, like the fact that, Many people, that's what they listen to Kevin for. Kevin was saying some real shit, but many of them dudes wasn't watching for Kevin for the real shit. They were watching Kevin bring women down a peg, right? Like that, until until people address that, you're always gonna have like what you're saying, like that anti-PC culture type vibe. People, you know, run amok in not just this space, but a bunch of different spaces, the political space, social commentary, all of that. Because we refuse to address like those cer certain, you know, protected groups in our society other groups of people like, well, those people might, they might've gone through some shit, but they're not perfect. Are we never going to address some of the fucked up shit they say or do? Right. So like, yeah, fresh and fit are trafficking off of that. And, and I, I don't blame them. I don't. And, it, and even if you were to knock them off today, somebody else will take that space. That's, yeah. that's the thing. And do numbers, not just take the, the space, but do take the space and do numbers. That's one of the reasons why their numbers are rising. Kevin is no longer with us. So you're going to see, you know, their numbers rise and people that are kind of in that same lane numbers rise. Yeah. So, yeah, that, that's, yeah. I'm surprised nobody else came up. So we was talking shit in the comments. But he always okay. just talking just to be hearing himself talk. <laughs> and you know, he come curse us out once a quarter, child. Mm -hmm. so, yeah. You know, but, I'm yeah, that, that Jay Ellis thing to me, I'm sorry to go back to it like that. <laughs> That's a prime example. Like we said it years ago, we were saying like, yo, the, you know, the brother got his life together. He, he's on a show. He's an actor. You never know where he's going to go. Sisters but y'all got to take shit. into consideration, but you have to take into consideration the audience that you're talking to, because yeah. if you already have, um, like, 
you all you already kind of have the notion in the back of your mind that because you're dark skin or you're you're dark skin black woman you're not mm -hmm. going to be able to have the same pick as your, as your light skin counterparts and mm -hmm. all this shit so then if you kind of keep those type of thought processes in the back of your mind and then you got into the real world you manifest that shit and so you try to reject them <laughs> before they reject you i you get it i mean time. i'm not I'm not going to say no to that, you know, I'm, I mean, they, there's really nowhere to go. I mean, he married her. She a cute white woman. So yeah, they can't do the weight thing. They can't do the ugly thing. They can't. I mean, so now it's just this, this nigga was faking. He was an actor in all these black show movies and no, 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 no. Like that, that's what he going with it. With. But I mean, and he turned off his comments as, as he should, because, you know, he, he now, everybody like knew the comments was coming. Like one thing, no matter how strong my opinions are, like that's his mm -hmm. personal life. I would never mm -hmm. think to go in someone's comments and make a negative comment about their spouse and their partnership. I think that is just like who does that? But th think about see Rose, think about what we saw when um when um Beyonce mom put out that documentary. They were in the oh. damn CBS interview thing calling her mammy. Y'all calling a grandma. This is not we know what this modern term of mammy means. You calling a woman who lived through what that word really meant. You calling her a mammy because disrespect. Do you know what I'm saying? For because she's putting out a documentary because she has two grandsons and y'all bringing up Jay Z's, you know, drug history and all of that. So like, those are the type of women you're talking about. They will go in anybody's comment section and rip them a new one because those people are not following, you know, the the script of of the sisterhood. That that's crazy to me. So yeah, of course, you right. know they were gonna go in his comments and he knew it. Hey, can you hear me? Go ahead. I'm sorry. I cannot hear anybody. My laptop died and my phone oh. is about to die. Oh. Um, Mr. Z, I see your icon still moving, but oh, wow. um. oh, oops. Okay. Uh, I can't hear anybody. <laughs> Well, I, I wasn't talking. Can you hear anyone now? Can you hear me now? Oh, God. Can you hear? Um. Okay. So um, I'm not sure if you can hear me or if you can pull up the stream on your phone as opposed to listen to the audio the regular way. But I was going to let Zab in and we'll go ahead and close it down since you're about, your phone's about to die. We were talking shit about the sisterhood. They didn't got her. I'm sorry, y'all. <laughs> okay, real quick. Uh, Zab, welcome to the panel. What are your um, thoughts about the topic or discussion? Um. Yeah, so I think as far Girl, as like, I lead it. Um, I just yeah. Yeah, it's my first time coming up here. But as far as like the leader of the manosphere, I don't think that there's anybody around right now that could be the leader. The problem is, it's too many different factions. Everybody got their own little side niche that they're doing. They got their little core group. And I don't think nobody really want to step up and take that spot. But the second biggest channel in the space behind Kevin is Fresh and Fit. But that's largely due to a lot of white boys that be over there. I think that their core audience is probably like college age white boys. Mm. They're probably like ninety five percent of the people. That... 
Yeah, we, we can, can hear you. you. Can you okay, hear I'm sorry. I can hear y'all now. Okay. Go ahead, um, Sorry. Yeah. And then we got to do final thoughts, child, because it's about to die too. Um, you can finish your comments, Zab. That that's interesting, though. Um, I did not. I mean, I don't know what their core, what their makeup of, is of their audience, but it's interesting to hear that. Um, <laughs> it's interesting to hear that their core audience is white males. Um, I didn't. I wasn't aware of that. Yeah, I mean, you can see it. Like when you go over there and you go in their chat, you see the type of dudes that be over there. Or if you go on their Instagram page and you just look at who's following them, it's majority white boys. A lot of them is like high school, college. You don't really see a lot of black dudes following them. But they do got the second biggest channel. But that's largely due to they expanded out and they got that larger audience. Because to me, the manosphere is probably like a good 500 core audience in the black manosphere. Mm -hmm. Kevin was able to get big mm -hmm. because he had like a lot of women, a lot of other people watching that wasn't even of this space. So he had like more of a mass appeal. But as far as like anybody in the space that could step up, they would have to do a lot to take on that role. Like they would have to cam up. They would have to run it like an actual show but I think that the way how it is right now, everybody in this space are comfortable with what they got. They got their little core audience. They're making their little, they're making enough money to get by. And they don't really want that responsibility because if you think about it, if you take on the Kevin Samuels spot, you're really gonna go, you're really gonna be a household name. You're gonna be mainstream. You're gonna be known all over the place. Content creators want that? Nah, I don't think mm. they do. I think you like, because yeah. that's a lot to deal with. Like, if you already making enough money and you got mm -hmm. a nice little thing going, do you really that scrutiny want... scrutiny is real. I agree with Zab on that. Yeah. Do you really want that scrutiny that's going to come with being a household name, like being mainstream? A lot of these niggas really don't want that. You know what I'm saying a lot of them got like criminal records, they probably don't want exposed. They probably got family, your upbringing, everything. Yeah, and when in. they see you in public, think about it. When we think because you, you know, it was a good thing, you know, Kevin knew martial arts. But when these people see you, you we know sisters, man. Like, we know some of these black men that you know what they're willing you to do to, to prove themselves. Somebody? Oh, definitely. yes, definitely. Definitely, I'm not even joking. Yes, yes, 100%. <laughs> <laughs> and that's the thing too like when you get that level of fame like are you really ready for that celebrity lifestyle because to you you might think that it's just youtube but when you go out there and you have people like running down on you that you don't even know some of them are fans some of them like hate you because of the shit you're saying it's going dawn on you it's like that moment when you realize that shit i'm a celebrity i'm i'm like famous and you can't never go back to being a regular person because you can't be famous and then say, you know, fuck this. I'm going to go back and be like a regular dude. They're not going to allow you. You know what I'm saying? You already got videos out there. So to me, it's like a, a heavy burden that you got to take taking on that role. And if you already got some modicum of success, you know, staying on the underground, like, why would you really want to take on that role? Because at the end of the day, man, you might get a little bit of fame, a little bit of extra money, but 
at what cost? Unless you gain retirement money, I agree with Zab on that. Unless you gain real money, real like quit your job, you got you you starting to make stash away. You could if you lost the YouTube channel today, you still good. Unless you start making that type of money, it I don't know if it's worth the risk because think about what we're saying. We're talking about paradigm shift. We're talking about challenging all the shit that people been hearing for for a couple centuries, especially for the past. 60 years since second wave feminism that you you telling people that much of their life is a lie they they're gonna come after you they're going to come after you not just you know physically sometimes when they see you but you know rhetorically you know your youtube channel your comments gonna be blowing up you know and shout out to Ke we see how what what the cause of death was shout out to kevin and and other big content creators that are willing to that show their face and that deal with that shit every day i don't know if some of the other people we're mentioning are willing to deal with that you know, and not on no small time, but big, you know. That's a good point. Something that we didn't mention that definitely has to be taken into consideration. Uh, I'm going to let Black Wizard in here real quick so we can go ahead and shut it down before Danny dies and leave me up here by myself. Uh, Black Wizard, hey, bro. Um, what's good? What you got on the topic? Hey, Black Wizard. Hey, guys. Um, yeah, I'm just dropping by to leave my two cents and then uh, deuce out. So, um, yeah. I'm as far as like leadership in in this space, I don't I don't really see that uh, fresh and fit like are leading the space per se, like like they have any jurisdiction on how on what direction the manosphere takes. So they could say some off the cuff like crazy shit, but um, you know, or you know, have people who are I guess would be considered blue pill or or normal look in and be like, you know, oh man, these manosphere dudes are wild, but that like their perception of the manosphere would change when they like start engaging with the other the other content. Like the fresh and fit don't actually have any pull on what the manosphere as a whole is going to do. The manosphere as a whole exists because of all the stuff that's going on in in our society. So that's what I was trying to say before, like. The people are just interchangeable parts. When if if Fresh and Fit's channel was to blow up tomorrow, it would have very little impact on how the manosphere operates. A lot of and and the environment isn't just like our cultural things either. It's like the stuff on YouTube because a lot of what changed the uh, the red pill content from mostly MGTOW and philosophizing about the stuff and coming up with the sexual marketplace charts and you know, talking amongst each other to kind of hammer out what was going on. A lot of what changed that was the environment in YouTube changing. So it went from a model where you post and upload videos and you could, um, <clears throat> excuse me, there's a built-in response system to to uh, YouTube so people could go back and forth with each other. And then when algorithm got in implemented, it was less people responding because of copyright strikes. And then when Super Chats got implemented, and hangouts it was more people talking instead of like you know scripted content that that started like taking over when ads when ads and stuff got involved and you didn't need to like get a third party contract with youtube to or with some other company outside of youtube to make money on youtube then it changed it changed the game for you could just get on and just make money so yeah, that's, that's what I'm saying. It's like really the environment that that guides all this stuff. That, like the people who are popular don't really have anything to do with what's going on in the manosphere. 
Um, I agree with that, Black Wizard. Thank you. I agree with your uh, point. I think just like Zab was highlighting, I think they're leading in maybe subs and views, but I don't think that they're in a leading position as it relates to them being able to influence anything relating to the space. But you know how our, our, our titles go. <laughs> but I do agree with your overall point, And I think, you know, you, it makes uh, perfect sense. And, and I'm in alignment with that. Um, yeah, I'll make my closing if you if you if y'all ready to you know start shutting it down. Sure, Mr. Um, C, go ahead. So um, <laughs> you know, so the judge thing once again, duh, you know, a, a what was the Dred Scott decision? Oh, oh, a black man has no law or no no um, rights that a white man is bound to respect. So a black man has no power and no authority that a black woman is bound to respect. Um, that's that's what you saw with that, right? Number one, number two. Um, again, on the Jay Jay Ellis Ross, I mean Jay Ellis thing and the um, insecure. I wasn't joking. So like, um, Issa Rae was interviewed once. Um, I think it was a, around her second season for that show, and um, the interviewer told her like, "Yo, the majority of your audience is white. What do you think about that?" And she was like, "Oh, really?" So like, you know, people started digging through the numbers, and it was like, "True, yeah, like the majority of her audience was white." So. I didn't just pull that out of my rear end when I was saying that in the comments, believe it or not. So yeah, I know she had a hardcore black female that. audience. Yeah, if, if you look at it, as a matter of fact, it's on YouTube. <laughs> so like, yeah, so yeah, her her audience is, is um was mainly white for Insecure because you remember Insecure was like a remix of her YouTube show, um, um Awkward Black Girl, yep, right? Yep. And then in, in that show, she was with a white dude in that show. So, I mean, <laughs> you know, go figure, but yeah, so. There's that, and then on the subject matter, I agree with Zab 100. So there's no leader per se um, in that way. Um, there are different factions. You you know, um, we 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 are approaching these things um, differently. Some of the married guys don't want to be married. The want you know pro blacks, the SYSBM brothers. So like you know, every every different faction has its kind of star team. Um, and and. I look at Fresh and Fit, interestingly, I don't really count them as part of the black manosphere. I don't, I know they are black, um, <laughs> apparently reluctantly black, but I don't look at them as part of the black manosphere. And I, and I was surprised, I actually didn't know that they, that when they spoke to O'Shea, they were trying not to be kicked out of this kind of space. I didn't realize that. Um, yeah, so that's interesting to me because from my understanding, I thought they didn't want anything to do with the black manosphere. Maybe I'm mistaken well, kind of posted a video with the mm -hmm. receipts with his um discussion with myron so yeah oh, they were okay. apologizing for their behavior and mm -hmm. well he and yeah he was not trying to be ousted from the black mouse here oh wow okay so yeah maybe i'm 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 mistaking some of their content with donovan's because <laughs> you know donovan's like fuck that but um, yeah, so like, maybe, the fresh you know fit, and I, like, i'll end up with that thank you ladies for having me up go ahead Seth. You know, the fresh and fit, they, their audience is like mostly like red pill, black pill, white incel dudes. And that's a big audience because, you know, you got dudes like that all over the world. You know what I'm saying? They got dudes in, out there in England, out there in Europe, all over America that identify with that, that black pill incel movement. And a lot of those contents, they, they get big because they like having dudes go on there and put women in their place like they get off on that and that's why that's what really want to make expression fit so popular is the fact that they they bring on these beautiful ig models 
like these women who all these dudes would love and then they put them down they put them in their place it's mm -hmm. almost like they they cheer it on they they get off on that and that's that's really how that's one reason why i don't really watch it because I, I already know i already see what they're doing and i'm just really not that interested because i don't have that same level of of, of rage and, and all of that but that's that's pretty much what they do man they they get these women on there they put them in a place the audience cheers them on and when you look in the chat you see how like it's like they just hate women over there because you know they got a lot of that that black pill anger towards women and i don't I, that's why i've never really considered fresh and fit part of the black manosphere they they have a couple talking points that they use they are you know for lack of a better term black men but they don't really mm -hmm. fall underneath the umbrella just brother real quick as a word of advisement not black pill because black pill is kind of just being indifferent about the situation red pill rage maybe but there's no black pill rage as a matter of fact if you're black pill you're definitely not rageful you know i'll just put that out there well the reason why i say it's black pill is because like they couple of their talking points talk about um, the idea that it doesn't really matter what you do. You, you, gotta, you just gotta come with money. You gotta come in all these things. If you're not coming with that, then you know it's a lost cause. Just, just forget about it. Um, I, I, those are doomers, by the way. I'm sorry, um, C. Rose, um, but those are doomers um, who you just mentioned. And those are usually the ones that be in the chat like cheering it on, like cheering on a lot of the the putting down of women that they do over there. That's just my opinion, though. That's yeah, I, I'm not that familiar with their content to be able to comment either way. Um, but we are going to go ahead and shut it down. So thank both of you gentlemen for joining. Thank you for having us. I'm out later. Appreciate y'all. All right, Concrete. That wasn't that bad. Uh, it wasn't, but I'm hungry, so I'm ready to go. Um, okay. I don't even have, I really don't have anything in closing. The only thing that I thought about while Mr. Z was speaking is, um, thank you, Black Wizard. I'm glad that you're watching. Um, I think we ran. The, when we talked about nerdy Black girls, like even Issa Rae, Issa Rae has even detailed her struggle. She was awkward. She was long and lanky. And so, like, y'all just like to be so dismissive and act like Black men are the only ones who have dating struggles when Black women have dating struggles, too. So that's all I got to add. That's it. Well, thank y'all for coming out. God bless y'all. Good night. Nah. Um, no, it was a great stream. I really appreciate everybody who shows up to rock with us every time, <laughs> especially Black Wizard and Theo. <laughs> so, you know, it's always a joy and a pleasure, y'all. We really appreciate you guys. Sure. Um, please hit the like button on your way out. And if you have not subscribed, what are you waiting for? Subscribe to the channel. Um, yeah. All right, we'll see y'all on the next one. We're out. Peace.